tries to make sense of this bizarre development, but nothing of what he's witnessed seems to fall into place. Podcast. I'm trying to enjoy the film. Episode 403. I'm Matters. And I am uh, John Hunt of Star Trek Enterprise Experiment, comic book published by IDW and co written by S- Star Trek uh, author uh, DC Fontana. Are you done? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I-, I didn't know if he was done. Are you? Uh, I- I'm. Okay, I'm playing Star Trek Enterprise Experiment. Keep keep going, yeah. Yeah. Published by IDW Comics back in whenever, whatever. Start date, 80. Get them all on digital, whatever. Yeah, get them on digital, whatever. Um, if if I may, uh, I'm Clay Inferno. I've I've interviewed LeVar Burton, and I forgot about this. It's next gen, but I uh, did a panel. At Rhode Island Comic Con with John Delancey, Q himself. Oh, very Hashtag good. awesome. That is pretty uh, good. But uh, here's the thing. This is one of those times where the same thing happened with Mike Mignola. It's happened to me a couple of times where they're like, we really need you to moderate this panel. It's always last minute. And I'm like, sure, I'll do it. And then I get up there and they're, and then the, the artist or whoever just kind of like goes, you can just kind of introduce me and then uh, I'll take it from there. So please step aside. <laughs> that's, that's the easiest. That's the yeah, easiest. That's it's, it's the easiest. But um, yeah, man, there good. was a lot of uh, a lot of bronies in that because he is also Discord on My Little Pony, and there was a lot of dress up bronies at that. But a lot of trekkers oh. too. Trekkers, trekkies. Trekkers. He was also the dad on Breaking Bad to Kristen Ritter's uh, poor, you know, son. Breaking Dad. Was anybody dressing up as? Was anyone dressing up as Walter White? <laughs> <laughs> you see a lot of those those hats. That you see a lot of those yeah. Heisenberg hats. Heisenberg. Hey, should we let our? Yeah, we got guest. a we got a special <laughs> guest. I as I told them, he's going to be our red shirt. To I don't know if I would call um, myself special. Well, I'd like to say that you too, you can make your dreams come true. If you listen to one of our commentaries and then write to us and say that was great, just I'd like text to be us on and it. say I like it. If you need another person, that's all it takes. That's the job application. Quarantine makes you do crazy things these days. So yes, I, I'm Richard Bryan. Yeah, Richard exactly. Bryan. I, uh, I claim He's the Ensign <laughs> I don't have the shut up, resume. Wesley. The, well, the you got Richard Hayden Christensen. So. And uh, I once told Robert Picardo I loved him in inner space. There we oh, go. That's 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 the great. Trek connection. My God, do I have no like, connections? I'm the only one without well, any. Saw, There's we plenty. saw William Shatner in person. I didn't. But and like, you got, I was, you got uh, Deanna Troy's autograph for me. I I did. <laughs> yes, I get, well, but, yeah. Deanna Troy. I also wished I had uh, bid on Shatner's uh, gallstone. Oof. Other than that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? You don't need credentials. We're talking. We're talking Star Trek. I don't know. <laughs> there was some stellar rundowns here. So, oh, <laughs> making shit up now. It doesn't matter. Everyone mm. is a Star Trek fan when it comes to Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan. I. We're all. We well, all have credentials. Or as I like fans. to call it, the Rack of Khan. Uh-huh. Or as Nick Meyer called it, the Chest of Khan. <laughs> the unequivocal. Like 
chest. That is his chest. I so saw if him you listen twice in two different interviews. He's very much he might he really wants maybe Ricardo Moldovan told him like make a sure lot, anyway. a lot of people I guess but like, like that's a all anyone asks. It, he says like, he says he gets asked a lot about it. Yes, like hey thanks it. for making the best Star Trek movie. Uh, by the way, can I ask you something that has nothing really to do with the movie? <laughs> <laughs> Are there any other well, questions? Well, he also didn't know anything about He's Star the Trek. The man that saved Star so Trek. He was the Stephen yeah. Collins of this uh, movie. Oh, not quite. We've already discussed oh. Stephen Collins. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Our Ben had to watch the series. Uh, That's uh, right. He watched it watch... on uh, film. Eight millimeter. Yeah, yeah. Hey, he had to watch he it on Netflix. He was trekking through Trek just like I did. Yes. Did you make it? Did you? I finish? made it through uh, the original series, and where I'm just about with these movies. This is right about where I would be anyways. I have oh, some animated weird. series to watch, but I don't and then you've got to watch Star Trek Phase Two, the Internet series, and Star Trek Continues to really. I've oh seen God. all of those. I used to have those downloaded like on my computer to watch them. So. Wow! Then go read all of John's comics. Yeah, I already read them. Enterprise Enterprise Experiment is part of Year Four of Star <laughs> oh. Trek. The unav- wait, I, wait, I have an credential. I've traced over John's uh, uh, thinking. Fucking tracer. <laughs> 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 sorry all right well um yeah so anyway star trek to the wrath of god one of the this was my, actually this is probably my favorite of all of them i have to say it's you know it i think the best. Best. Star certainly movie. it's certainly the best yeah. of it. it's the one that came together story acting music well yeah i mean it really did it's a <laughs> it's a <laughs> tv show plus New right. new looks from the movie go, and a new yeah. vibe, but also tied into the the canon, you know, which is yeah. what Trekkies want. Yeah, it, well, it's a tight 113 minutes though, as far as movies go. Like they they squeeze a lot in here, and it doesn't seem like it's bloated or anything. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. Like it just go, it flows very well. As a film guy, I would never say if someone said, what is your favorite? Like, give me a list of your favorite movies. I would never say this movie, but I don't know why. It's really, it's, it's really best. good. Yeah. It's a really well-made movie. Here's your credential. You're, uh, you're actually yeah, most... have a degree in, in film. Stuff, I do. So. And I think go. that hurts me more than helps, but that's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, um, I mean, it's, this is going to be a fun one for me. So, uh, let's, and let's th- just, when we, uh, I know we're about to start, but like yeah. when you when you think of like when I think of growing up, I can't, I don't remember the first time I saw this movie or basically any of them or really Star Wars, like in particular. I just remember it being around like part of my life. And then the first movie, yeah, I kind of vaguely almost remember seeing it, but this is like Star Trek to me. Like this has always been like the movie that means everything about star trek to me this is the empire strike back that they've said in some of the behind the scenes stuff but like this is the movie yeah i agree because i never i think we were too young clay to see the original in the theaters or anything but this one i definitely saw yeah Uh, john's a little older i don't know if i i don't think i saw any star trek movies in the theater till the next generation movies because i was like not i'm sorry old enough you should have hung my, out with my, us. You yeah, gone, my like, family didn't really go to the movies that much. Well, yeah, but this is, I agree with you, though, as far as all that. This is the one that I remember as a little kid loving it and, like, 
that this is Star Trek to me. This is like the, the thing. I never, the show was already off the air. We didn't have, you know, DVD sets to watch or whatever. So this was Star Trek. So let's hit the play button. Then. Let's hit the play Talk button. It. All right. Is everybody ready? Here we go. We're going to count it down. Three, two, one, play. Set to zero on your set whatever. Set it to zero. I have a blank screen on. We're watching the theatrical on. cut. Two. Okay. Here we go. Three, two, one, play. All right. Here we go. Mountains. Are we good? Everything oh, sounds good? Just yeah. make sure. Make sure. It's when the music comes on. It's sounding pretty good on my end. Okay. Mm. Great. Or the magic behind the scene. So Leonard Nimoy, let's let's do this. Leonard Nimoy did not want to do this movie. Harv Bennett, his old friend who they worked on a movie before. At Universal. Uh, at yes. Universal. Convinced him right. by saying, we're going to give Spock a big death scene. And as an actor, Leonard Nimoy thought, well, okay. But he read the script, didn't like it. Harv Bennett didn't like it either. They hired this guy, Nicholas Meyer. To, he rewrote the script in like a few days. Twelve days. Twelve so, days. Let Nimoy read it on a plane, and then he was satisfied. And um, but he also thought this would be and that's like, okay. the story of Star Trek too. Yeah, well, <laughs> pretty much. But he thought this would be the end of Star Trek. That this Very would cool. be it. Surely they won't make any more. He said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Might as well just go out in a blaze. I of wish glory. I had that prognosticative vision. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was way <laughs> off. Kelly. Yeah. Well, kinda. Nicholas Meyer had uh, directed a movie uh, with the Seven Percent Solution, which is a, a, a Sherlock Holmes. No, he and, wrote that as oh, a he wrote it. The movie he directed was Time After Time ah, with future Star Trek actor Sidney Lauper. Oh, yes. Uh, future <laughs> Star Trek actor. The one where he could pause time. No. Oh no, it's not. It's the Who one where I wasn't a share. Hold on, I haven't finished yet. I keep now. I can't think of his name. Dr. That guy that's in Generations who has time is the fire. That, oh, Malcolm that, McDowell. Thank yes. you. He plays. Way to go, he plays, um, he plays what's his yeah. face? That writer that H.G. Uh, Wells and travels to catch mm. Jack the Ripper or something like that. At the time machine. Is it Ricardo? No, I wanted to do that joke too. Sorry. <laughs> is it Ricardo? Executive well, not poor Gene Roddenberry, right. yeah, but they well, no, kicked him upstairs. Yeah, here's the thing: like, in his in his contract, it said no Star Trek can be made without his his involvement. So they said this guy caused all sorts of shit on that yeah, last this movie, is damn fault. like rewrites and egos and all this other crap. And now the movie's boring and slow. And so they said, here, look, we found a loophole. We just we could keep him on it and just make him a consultant, and that way we strip him of his. Uh, his power to veto ideas. He can tell us whatever he wants, but we don't have to listen. And we can do what we want. Mm, there you go. And I like it. Sawed off. And he still got paid. It was crazy. He yeah. got paid a full little money. We oh, should also yeah. point out that Nicholas Myers does not Nicholas Meyer does not get a screenwriting credit on this because he did it sort of at the last minute when he was like, let's get together um, and let's sit down and take the five drafts of this movie we have and make a list of all the things we like, and then I will take it and mush them all together. And they said, but we don't have time to get your contract. And he's like, fuck it. Let's just do it. And so that's why he doesn't have a writing credit on this movie. Yeah. And of course, as he said, when they asked him to do it, he said, is Star Trek the one with the guy with the pointy ears? He had no idea. So, yes. I wonder Here we go. Hey, Kirstie. Big twirl, Kirstie. He's like checking out that dude's butt. 
<laughs> so I guess I should tell the story now, right? Of the uh, when I saw George Takei, my brother and I saw George Takei at a convention many years ago. That was your credential right there. That was my credential, right? Someone at my brother, in fact, not someone, my brother said, <laughs> What if it's up with Kirstie Alley? Why was she only in one movie? And then and he said, Well, we're all very glad for Kirstie's success on Cheers. But she was a bit of a prima donna and a pain in the you know where is what he said. Did he really <laughs> say that? He really said that to all of us. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, if anybody would know about pains in the asses. Oh, you had to go. Sorry, wow. write that from the record. <laughs> you, you can edit but, that. So but it's kind of weird, though, because, yeah, Robin, they, they recast Savick in the next one, and but then they just the, left her on Vulcan in the fourth one. So Yeah, the story that she says is that um, her agent was, like, playing hardball, and she didn't know it and was asking for more money without her consent, and that's oh. why they didn't bring her back. George Takei seems to think differently. <laughs> Takei hates everybody, though. <laughs> <laughs> he had great things to say about uh, what's his name, Buttrick. Um, what's what's Merrill Buttrick? Merritt. Merritt. Yeah. Merritt. Sorry. I, I concur with uh, what John said in the uh, fifty-year mission. They they do go more into how it was like a really an agent and actor thing with uh, with Kirstie which she didn't return. Yes. It might be she was. Becoming a her star was on the rise and whatever. Yeah. So. And okay, I prefer that it happened a lot with some agents uh, of <laughs> actors in this film, uh, with uh, Khan's right hand man, as I'm sure we'll allude to later. Yes, is that his son? We still, I guess we'll talk to him later. We'll talk about him later. Here we go. We'll this him. is the famous. <laughs> we'll talk to him. Uh, also, the famous that, that was re reused footage from the first film. Yeah, they they did that a lot. Excellent, yeah. didn't they? And this, of course, is the fake out where because uh, Roddenberry allegedly right. leaked that uh, Spock was going to die to the fans. Oh, it was and then they started, Yeah. And then they started getting angry letters. So originally Spock was supposed to die about half hour into the movie. And then after it was revealed to the fans that he was going to die and they were getting all these protest letters, they were like, well, let's make that the climax of the movie. And then they added this part in here as a, as a fake out. So then people were like, oh, he doesn't die. It's oh, okay. It's I get it. Funny though, right? I mean, it's it's, it's very good. Funny. Although I mean, this would be the worst simulation to take part of because you could easily get burnt or hurt. And yeah, it's like the, the, in the Michael Jackson video that William Shatner just walked out of. <laughs> <laughs> this is though. I mean, like, I think this is William Shatner at his at his. Best yeah. before he became kind of a joke. I still will stand by Definitely that. Definitely had his shadow right here. Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> but totally I mean, shaddy. I love that they. I love the Kobayashi Maru. I love that they brought it back for the 2009 I, yeah. version. I, I it, it's so, become a big thing. People yeah. are, uh, in 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 the Trek universe always make mention. There's a lot of things that this movie introduced that got carried over. To this day. That's right. Wrong in the nail, I yeah. think, also. Our our yearly birthday greetings. That's right. <laughs> Between you and Brian. <laughs> yes. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. So, but there's a lot going on here. So we don't know that it's Kirk's birthday at this moment, but he does seem to be kind of, ha you know, there's a little edginess there where he's, he's, he's saying how we yeah, deal with death. Yeah. Lisa's. Now you got something I want to think. Yes. 
so there's a lot going on in this movie that I was talking, like I would say, but like the idea is it all kind of goes back to Kirk not being captain. Like everything yeah. is kind of you know what? In line the, with that. It, like I if if Kirk was a song, he'd be glory days at this point <laughs> in the movie. I'm Bruce Springsteen. Oh, there you go. I'll play that at the beginning of the yeah. but yeah, he this is because like even the okay, so it's like, oh, the the son, the old enemy, like his birthday. It's all yeah. kind of like goes back to what Bones tells him in that scene in a few minutes when he just says, like, you know, you should be out there hopping galaxy. You know, so this is a uh, foreground miniature here, which is for those oh, who do not know, um, is a small model that's put in front of the camera, and then these the actors are however many feet behind, and it and it blends, giving you Let's, the impression that it is a larger set than it is. The old uh, Peter Jackson, right? He did that a lot. Yeah, and, uh, the uh, old Peter Jackson. Yeah, he's that guy is old. And also on that um, on that plaque on that that nameplate thing behind uh, Spock's head there is um is all like list of like the crew and stuff on there. Nice. That is a real deep dive, dude. Um, here come coming up. A deep something? dive, dude. Yeah, I'll Most drop knowledge on you coming up right here in one second. It's like a New Jersey the, living room. The computer. By the, way. the computer. <laughs> right out. The computer. You know what I'm saying, Jason? What computer? The car going to work. Well, now yeah, it you does. It's very Tony Soprano. Yeah. Bones is like back in his like discoiest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like yeah. Just computer in cocaine. The computer. It's a Commodore. Which um, wow. uh, William Shatner was uh, doing advertisements for back at the time. So uh, uh, it could it could be if you want to kind of just add your own thing to it, is it could be that Kirk loves his antiques and that's right. why he's got right. a 20th century Commodore. It wasn't a 64 or something. Oh, really? That was I, like a 128 or a Bitcoin. I mean, that would be a, an antique collection now. Never mind the 20. I uh, I could we could do a whole Commodore Amiga podcast if you guys are ready. Uh, I'm no, ready. I am not ready. So, yeah. So Bones is—he's got his Romulan the nail, and he's given Kirk eyeglasses because patience Bones his has age. Always looked a thousand years old. Well, yeah, and, Bones. But yeah, yes, I'm very allergic to retina. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> that's your favorite thing—is the take a take a swig of alcohol and do the Shatner drink face. It's a great face. It's a good face. That's acting. But he does it every time he has alcohol in one of these Star Trek movies. <laughs> well, you know, I think they only drink ramen. Oh, no, he drinks Miller he drinks Light, right? Or something. Yeah, yeah in, in Star Trek. Or, no, no, no. It, he oh, gets the Niccolo, but he doesn't drink oh, it. No, he takes a sip. Does he take it? Yeah, he does. I'm pretty sure. And he makes that same face. Yeah, he makes the face. So. What are they drinking the, with the face. Klingons in uh, Undiscovered Country? We mean Red Shirt Brian. Ramen and the Nail. Yeah, I'm sorry. Red Shirt Brian. Yeah, no, they drink Ramen the Nail because... I love the line. He says, Ron Nail no longer be served at Diplomatic. <laughs> Spock, I'm really tired. <laughs> yeah. Not, did I make a mixtape and call it that? <laughs> yeah. Then you had him say, You're fat. Or oh, yeah. You know, like the two Shatners are looking at each other. He's like, I can't believe I kissed you. And the other one says, You're fat. But anyway, we're talking, but this is the scene where, where Bones is actually kind of, I mean, like, I know they're all friends, but like, imagine if I went up to one of you guys and was just like, Hey, man, what the fuck? And Sometimes like, you need some, someone to be a straight shooter. That's know? a well, Commodore pet, but if, but which if you is ever say uh, a precursor to the Vic 20. Oh, nice. Good job. Uh, 
But if you ever say something like this to me, Darius, I'll punch you in the face. I feel like <laughs> I will I end like, you. Uh, he's been saying that to me for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you get out there, hopping galaxy? <laughs> I just keep saying, Darius, I don't want to be lectured. I like their <laughs> mid-century modern furniture he has in there. It's pretty nice. I know. It's nice. Yeah. Well, but also, a... I feel like they um they paid tribute to that particular scene kind of at the end of Beyond when they're all kind of hanging out. Well, they also sort of. They also sort of do it in Beyond at the part where him and McCoy are having drinks. Yes. Uh, on his birthday. Uh, well, he's not 50 in the movie, but he is talking about how he's a year older than his father got to be. Mm. Well, Chris Pine will never be 50. I don't want to hear it. No. He's a, he's a beautiful young man who will never get old. So here is the Reliant, which I thought from outside is a much cooler looking ship. Not much cooler, but cooler looking ship than the Enterprise. I'm sorry. I think, I think it's I a will acquiesce ship, to whatever John has to say about the ship, but I, I picked up something about the ship. Let's hear Perhaps it. Perhaps an introduction. Power. Perhaps an introduction. It the guy somebody somebody approved the drawing upside down. Our Bennett, he, our Bennett did it. He he was like kind of like, Yeah, it looks great. And he signed it kind of like in the opposite corner of where you're supposed to do and upside down. So they kind of designed the ship. Be yeah, it was supposed to look out. just like the Enterprise, basically. Yeah, with the nacelles above, yeah. not below. And this is just the um, ship, the, the station from the last movie turned upside down as well. <laughs> Regular one. Yeah. Um, space Lab. They must and use these, the same these... lasers in uh, Weird Science. Not Weird Science. What's the one with um, Val Kilmer? Uh, Real Genius. Oh, Real, Real, Real Genius. Yeah, well, they, uh, all these props in this are are rented. They're not they're not made they're for this like movie. They're just like Hollywood so is, 80s props. Yeah, so it is possible that they were reused in real real science, or whatever it was, real genius. Real, real science genius. is a different. Uh, that's my own movie. We're really getting into the uh, ensign red shirts, uh, you know, wheelhouse here. You love those 80s flicks. Uh, so here, BB Bosch is that her name? Bash, Bash, Bash. Never saw her in anything else for that matter, but well, she's pretty you know, good. That's your life. I know. I guess it is. <laughs> Still kind of a seventies brownish. Yeah, they, they of remind color. me of um, the Fisher Price Adventure People figures. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Like yeah. the arms would just go up, kind of up and down. They had yeah. like a little bump. One was slightly bent, and one had like a finger, like with the finger pointing out. Like, but they're very much in that style. In fact, well, I think what made me think of it was that when I was because they didn't have action figures for this movie when it came out. So I would customize my own. Painted. Yeah, I, you I, like I painted. painted and I had the Adventure People uh, nurse, which I used as Carol Marcus. Oh, very good. Uh, is that a Guardian of Forever like prop that they dug up? Too? It looks like it. <laughs> <laughs> this scene always looked real phony to me with this. The uh, sand blowing looks imposed yeah. over it. They yeah. used, like uh, I guess, like a ton of sand, and they were like... You know, well, then they still needed to many. do yeah, way too many fans. I mean, they, like, they did too much. Yeah, sometimes that, a little is enough. You that, know? that 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 rock looks like something right out of the original series. Totally. It's amazing how much of a shoestring budget all these movies were made on. And like, yeah, well, that, didn't, didn't they the ask, thing. "Could you make it for forty-five million fucking dollars?" Is that how they the phrased it? In the <laughs> yeah. Something. Yeah. And Hart Bennett said that he could make five Star Trek movies for. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. So yeah, 
Well, something a, you can transplant. transplant. Something you can transplant. They found a life form here. They can't use Genesis. If there was, uh, you know, a life what form. What a cool looking. We just give a appreciation shout out to Paul Winfield too, by the way. Yeah, I feel like we glossed over him a little bit. Yes. Yeah, we did. You're right. Oh, totally. In fact, that is Paul He's a great Winfield. captain, uh, police captain, and Terminator. He's he's nice, nice things. He uh, he, and he was in uh and he no was relation also... to Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and he was also in a, a next generation episode apparently. Yeah. Oh. As I like making eggs in here. <laughs> Chekhov just looks so like uh, I just don't know why I don't want to be here. What is going on? The tricorder must Another be broken. Movie? Like, he's so upset. Yeah. <laughs> Well, <laughs> but I just want to make sure that we're still synced up. What part are you guys at here? They're looking at the chessboard here, kind of. Oh, now they're looking at the life. Okay, board. okay. Just wanted to make sure that nothing was going weird on my end because it's no, like, the hell is that? The hell is that? It's. And then of course you've got your little. Uh, they call that the con handle. It's sort of like the oh shit handle in a car on his. Yeah, uh, that little thing on the front. Look, he's got Moby Dick, of course. A very obvious reference to Moby Dick. Because this yeah. whole movie is basically Wait a movie day. Put me back. Put me back. So, yeah. of course, the big thing here is that Chekhov was not on the show at the time that Khan appeared on Spacey. So they tried to rectify this in in, in the novelization of Star Trek mm-hmm. 2, where apparently, like, Chekhov was an ensign doing something, like, off screen and ran into Khan. But they never mentioned that here. But I, mean, I guess no, he knew the history, right? I don't know. I mean, yeah, if it was, uh, was on the news. Well, it it's just CNN. why does Khan recognize him? Like, Chekhov right. could recognize Khan because he could have been, you know, doing research or something about the Enterprise back in yeah, the day. The files, but, the computer tapes. Yeah. Did, yeah, those, those red disc things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I mean, that's a what? big... I love about Star Trek is like all Starfleet like the kind of doughy uh, Starfleet officers. <laughs> <laughs> they're all very round. They're all terrible. They're, they're like just real regular guys. Yeah, they they don't look like military guys. That's for sure. It's part of it's, uh, it's very dramatic taking off all the. Can I say something this about, is, about this is more of a Benedict Cumberbatch's big reveal <laughs> about uh, the these costumes kind of seem like they very much could also be in Star Wars and also specifically I feel like a look of the tribal people at the end of Solo was like all basically just like a group of people that look like Khan I, I don't really remember that they kind of look more like uh, something out of Mad Max mm. Yeah, they sort of look like my house now during quarantine <laughs> this is how you dress right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how like right it's dystopian future that's how we're supposed to be dressing yeah. i mean there's no there's, no one sees us anyway so you can wear whatever yeah. the hell you want i ordered a All bat right. onesie nice oh, right. a onesie that guy's like, i like how this guy's holding on to yeah. <laughs> like it's not going anywhere at all yeah. he really <laughs> likes all he's like hold me closer <laughs> if you hold me and these He's are the like, same yeah, space that Kirk and You're Spock right. were in the in the last movie. So they're just a, except I don't think they had handles on them before. Yeah, the He's got a, a He Man action figure stance right there. 
<laughs> with their arms kind of like. <laughs> so in this, good in, in this scene, when they were filming it, uh, I guess uh, Ricardo Maldabon was uh, was like pretty much like, you know, just way over the top and big. And uh, then they set up for another, sh- uh, the lighting or something. And Nicholas Meyer's like, come on, let's talk. Let's talk. And said something about Sir Lawrence Olivier said, never let them see your top. Because if they see your top, then they know you have no place else to go. And then Ricardo was, uh, oh, you're going to direct me. And uh, <laughs> he's like, that's good. I don't know what I'm doing up there. So <laughs> that's kind of interesting. See, already had played this character already. Is how you sent us like singing in the rain or whatever it was. No, it was Baby It's Cold. Outside. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Apparently he was the first person to sing that song. Nice. Really? Yes. In a canceled. movie. <laughs> Cancel. He sounded good. He could he really sound sing great. It. I like the little dance too. He's a triple threat. He is. Comedy, drama, and song you know and dance. We'll go in in about twenty minutes. Wow. You think about this, though. I mean, Future this count. con is so much different than the original series con. It's not like he's just gonna like immediately remember some random star like some random sci-fi thing he did like in the 20 years before this you know what i mean it's not like yeah i guess he had to watch it again himself yes he did it was like 15 years or 14 years before this so 66 and then they were probably they're filming this in late 81 yep so i mean this i was talking to my brother a little bit about this and he says in his I mean, because he was young when he saw this, too. But to his memory, this was the first time he remembers a villain that you could kind of sympathize with. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, so this guy got left on this planet, and you just forgot about him and left him there. Like, I mean, it's he, he has a right to be a little mad, right? I mean. Well, here's yeah. the thing, right? Because Greatest they put him down. believe they're right. Um, well, but, you know. They, they, they put him on a planet that had, that, like, he could build, and then whatever the city alpha yeah, the they exploded the and it yeah it shifted the orbit. And so caught, so, so in that right. sense, like but if I suppose if the Federation had swung by to check out, make sure everything was going okay, um, somebody then, didn't process some paperwork. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, not to say they have to. He we, he was kind of a shit. He did try to steal yeah. The he Enterprise. did try to take over the Enterprise and he put Kirk in like a like that thing that Mr. Goodbye was in and uh, <laughs> <laughs> places to kill. Like they were going to like smoosh Kirk. Right. Know. I don't know. I would, I would have uh, serious uh, doubts about the Federation's human resources department between the hiring of his well, wife on yeah. the original ship. And then, uh, <laughs> this paperwork about which planet he's on to not check up after 15 years. Yeah, there are a lot of planets in the Federation. It's easy to get. A lot, a of, a lot of mistakes. In the, the in the episode, there it chest. is. There's the chest, chest, the chest of God. <laughs> the chesticles. There was a. Here we go. This is the gross. This is my. Which is a very cool special effect, though, for this 1980. Which was designed by Ken Ralston of ILM, who <laughs> was uh, who was working on creature design for Return of the Jedi, right. and then they gave him the call to come up to the bigs and said, you can be the the effects director on Star Trek II. And wow. uh, that was his big break. And he has since won numerous awards. The uh, behind the scenes just on this, 
about how he had made made little different scales and they made a gigantic ear. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Uh, for Chekhov's ear, and then he said like some big prank like in the uh or around the set that somebody made like a gigantic Q-tip and put it like wherever they were storing the, the ear. <laughs> I love the little cereal bowl, though, that he puts it in. Of all yeah. the things, like, oh, it's cereal bowl. He's going to want to eat out of that afterwards, no matter how much <laughs> you clean it. Since you brought up ILM and Star Wars, should we mention the whole, like, revenge of, or vengeance of Khan and all yeah. that? Thing? It was supposed to... They were going to do Revenge of the, of the Jedi, right? Yes. And they were going to call this... Was it called Vengeance? That's vengeance or Veng- of Khan. Vengeance of Khan, and they thought it sounded too similar, so they were like, oh, so they changed it to Wrath of Khan. It seems weird, because this movie came out a year before. So you'd think they'd be like... They should have had the... Yeah, it should have been George Lucas. Coming out first, who cares? So, But yeah, this movie went through multiple name changes. It was like Star Trek 2, and then Star Trek 2, the Genesis device, and Star Trek 2, the Undiscovered Country. Really? Yeah. And it ended up neither of them took revenge. Was a search for more money, too? Yeah. <laughs> the search for more money. Yeah, I think they all, I think it ended up fine. I think it was better being the there's rat. The, there's the giant ear. This oh totally real looking ear. Uh, <laughs> you know, I saw, I went and saw the, I guess it was the 35th anniversary screening of this when they had that as a Fathom Events thing where like, there was an oh, interview yeah. with Shatner. I enjoy those, and, man. Those are fun. And uh, it was interesting because I have not seen that. I didn't see it on the big screen since its original release back in 82. And uh, you could see all the, the flaws when, when it's on the big screen. On a big screen, yeah. yeah. The big but screen tells it all. It still made me feel better about it than perfect computer-generated effects. <laughs> and here we go. We got a bunch of stock footage coming up here of the Enterprise and Dry Dock. <laughs> this is, yeah. That looks like something that would have been in the first movie, too. I don't know. If it's, yeah. This is all from the first movie. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Can I just say something about? I know we're we're not really near there yet, but like, I do like all of the new reboot JJ movies. That I, I, I think maybe even like Beyond is pretty pretty close. To I'm being, gonna like, say the best. I'm ones. gonna say Beyond is probably my second favorite. Yeah, that was yeah. way better than and, I. But if you like think of Into Darkness and this, it's the way they did the con stuff. It just Man, it's just not as good. Like I know why people are talking about Into Darkness. Like it's just—it's not a bad movie, but it has nothing. So much to live up to. This is a lot of like history and stuff. There's no history with those guys, you know. Yes. Yeah. They—they were. There's that guy again. There's Adam Driver in the window again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I like how John Oliver keeps saying like. Adam Driver, you sexy. <laughs> I was wondering if I was missing something when he was always making these Adam Driver jokes. <laughs> Certainly, they have come to know you. Did, so did <laughs> beer, beer. Yeah, I didn't even time that. <laughs> and they never uh, had this uh, torpedo. My second drink. This is new. Like it wasn't in the original series. They weren't like this is where the torpedoes are. Also in this scene, in the director's cut, uh, I, does it right. do it in this one? It's the Preston. Peter Preston, but there's like a whole thing about, uh, like, if you can't tell that this is the finest ship in the fleet, then you're right. as blind as a Titanian bat and stuff. And, and he's like, my my sister's youngest, desperate right. to get out into space or whatever. 
So, did they like, ever mention that he's his nephew in this one at all? I don't think they do. I don't think no. they do. But no. when he brings him into I the bridge. This, I saw the director's cut. Uh, so we, maybe we should have watched that. But when they bring him to the bridge and he's dead, it has so much more impact if you know that also, he's his nephew. Yeah, and also you're like, um, why are you bringing him to the bridge? Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not dead yet. Yeah. He soon will be. Yeah. Sick bait. Nobody's perfect on it. I was also talking to our brother a little bit about how Savick was sort of reborn as Valaris in Star Trek yeah, Six, but Six, yeah. and originally he was supposed to be Savick, right? And they had already yeah, well, originally uh, Nicholas Meyer wanted uh, Kim Cattrall in the role of Savick. Interesting. And Scotty's the only kind of fat in this. <laughs> Is um, he's like I have a, a question, twenty John. pounds ago. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question. Is is this engineering the same engineering from the first uh, movie or or no? Yeah, is that that used? at least that part of the set that we just saw where uh, where I said Scotty was kind of fat. That's that's the same set. So. And he didn't rent that little they didn't glass elevator. The two the glass elevator looks a lot like the uh, transporter that beamed the the had the beaming mistake in the first movie too. Oh yeah, where the uh, you know what what was left of it got you know yeah, where uh, Commander Sonak got killed yes. some lady. And this is the same bridge, or yeah, this is all the same. This is also the Reliant Which, bridge. Yeah, to point out that the Reliant Reliant is the same bridge as the Enterprise, just because they build Different these things lighting. in section, they just can swap around pieces. Yeah. So they're like wedges, pie wedges, that they can move around and do a little paint, little this, little that. Spock looks like he's doing some painting right now. Here we go. They do hey. the same thing. Um, All right. The, with the blue goes in the uh, six. set. Oh, I mean, yeah. every movie saves so much money. You're not going to build all these different sets. Yeah, when, you no, can just... when the episodes are being made, they would call something like this a bottle show, where everything took place essentially on pre-existing sets they already had. Like ready. a genie in a bottle. That you grab yes. Right Look at you. Look at you guys. Yeah, thank you. Drop a little knowledge. Thank you. Good night. And, and when was uh, when was the fire off, on the Paramount set? You remember that? Star Trek Shatner Three. We'll talk about that one next. Movie. Okay, but yeah, I mean, I do know that Paramount did they they did do a lot of storage, and then they uh, eventually things need to get destroyed and and what have you. I'd like but, to uh, point out here that when I saw this movie with my father, and I was only nine years old, and he says, you want a tranquilizer? And he's like, no. And I had to turn to my dad and go, what's a tranquilizer? <laughs> <laughs> want some more around in the nail? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> what was your dad's response? I don't remember. He, I mean, I think he probably told me it was like, you know, something to just a pill to calm you uh, down yeah. or something. Yeah. Oh, all right. All right, so he answered you seriously because I could have so seen a, a, a remark. A, a tranquilizer is a is a, um, a is a prostitute from the planet of the Green Ladies. <laughs> That's that Green Lady. That, uh, <laughs> I got so if you notice on the warp engines, they're not lit up. Mm, hold on, let me push my glasses up. Mm, when uh, they're just and the the main sensor dish is also like a uh, like an amber color. Uh, but mm-hmm. those things change to like a blue and a purple when they go to warp. Wow! Thank you. All right, ah, and this good. is the wow. same the same shot as the very end of Star Trek: The Motion Picture, which is my favorite shot of that movie. That's pretty cool, considering that's just a little that, mock. That or big ending of what the is... Klingon 
rotating around that shot from the beginning of that movie, and then they end it with this shot going around the Enterprise. So, what go. is the thing I... ca- called in the bottom? That's like a a ray, uh, like a satellite dish. Beecher. What do they call it? <laughs> the deflector dish. The deflector. The dish. little what round the thing in the bottom. You mean like wait, the which which thing are we talking about? The 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 blue amber thing or the thing on the bottom of the uh the saucer part? Uh, no, under, I think the blue the amber. The two nacelles go down into the that hall of the ship. That's the secondary hall. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the deflector dish. That's but I what think it what do? it does. I think that, that when they go to warp, it shoots out these little particles in front of it so they can warp correctly i'm not entirely sure oh so oh, but I see. you know don't don't quote me on that kind of like now. a shield yeah shield yeah for is this, particles right is this right. another commodore 64 that they're working on there or oh that's the genesis device it really yeah. is that is a really 1982 looking sci-fi i love it <laughs> <laughs> i wish all technology still looked like this and, and stuff like the screen and things like that what they do is they uh they would go through the trash and find things at, at, on the Paramount lot. And they were like, you know, these, uh, you know, those like incandescent bulbs or whatever, those long tubey bulbs. And they came in these like weird packaging like that. So they would get those and then they would create like vacuum form molds of those and then use them all over the place. And then like, they make a mold of the inside of the box too. So they would, so you'll see I these think, like, I saw well, them not about not. That today. Yeah. And they, they like, cause this side of that, but it looks different on the inside. It's different texture, so you can make a whole other yeah. thing or make one thing, two things by just flipping it inside out. Yeah, found objects. There you go. That's pretty neat. He's uh, oh, this guy rip his sleeves off the shirt. This space just, shirt. He's <laughs> <laughs> his future space shirt. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's warm. Look at he's, he's very warm. He's, He's a very Ricky Steamboat guy. Look at his—he's got some biceps there. He's looking good. That guy's like—he's like, I wish they'd make a GI Joe movie so I could play Quick Kick. <laughs> <laughs> Let me sing about fudgy bars. You know, you'd think those guys would want to get out of their torn-up garments. Maybe just pick up some of the Starfleet uniforms that are on well, the. Khan does throw one over his shoulders, right? Yeah, but look, a... that guy back there looks like he needs a shower real bad. Yeah, he really does. He's like, look at this necklace. Have you seen the movie The Avengers? The... <laughs> 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 I remember me. Uh, I remember too. Matthew and me and your brother Mark played <laughs> Star Trek Two. And in the scene, I wanted to play Dr. McCoy so that I could say, did she change her hair? <laughs> did I, I probably, it's, still I it's still regulation. It's still regulation. point out that your brother did not like <laughs> Star Trek II at first. Uh, I remember him talking about he hated the thing with the guy, the, the worms in the ears. And he also thought the special effects looked bad because we were looking at an, an issue I of Starlog. that worm thing. I'm sorry. I remember you said that too at the time, Clay. I hate it. But he didn't like the worms, and he thought the special effects were bad. And then I don't know. Oh, it was probably because we had just seen Empire Strikes Back like two years earlier, and he was probably that really old like, movie. Made, yeah, <laughs> a really old movie with the walking thingy. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's kind of Savick is a good. They kind of I don't know. They built her up a lot in this movie, and then she just never went anywhere. But 
I don't know if they were building up sexual tension here or whatever they were trying to do, but McCoy and Kirk. Yes, yes, of course, <laughs> Kirk and McCoy. Yeah. <laughs> Disco McCoy, not this McCoy. He put on his. But uh, his keys in the bowl, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say though, the red uniforms. No offense, red shirt ensign, but uh, these okay. are these are snazzy. I Must- mean, I mean, they're cool oh, yeah. looking, man. Yeah, they're not wearing. They kind of reminded me of like the thing on, on their belts anymore. They don't have that crotch, gra- yeah. you know, crusher. They don't have to look at Decker's dick anymore. Oh yeah, <laughs> they don't. Where they're storing their um their sunglasses in their glass case. Yeah, they're little. But also <laughs> these these are neat because that you fold the flap down, it kind of looks like a um original like Peter Quill or like a Western shirt that's like. You know, with the buttons that like flaps down, like Billy the Kid. Yeah, like the Rawhide Kid. Yeah, the well, Rawhide Kid. kid. The Two Gun Kid. Some other kid. A kid down the street. Jonah Hex. <laughs> <laughs> I always have to throw the DC in there. Yeah, yeah you're, you're a real DC Homer. Oh. This looks like it could be a future like musical instrument that he's trying to play. <laughs> he's like, Thinking he was doing an AutoCAD design or something. <laughs> <laughs> I like not the, all yeah. the sleeves are down. Make, oh, no, the, make the lights no, Ricky blink. the Dragon Steamboat's still like yeah, Ricky back the there. <laughs> still got his sleeves way up. Next to the guy that did the voice of Kit. <laughs> those are those chairs. <laughs> okay, do you guys see those chairs? Do you guys remember those chairs from the eighties? Yes. Where it didn't oh, have a back I, on I it? I do. They're like Yeah. They're like the ergonomically They were like the equivalent of sitting on a yoga form. ball. For They're the, the standing desk of the 80s. Yes, yes. exactly. Right. Leonard Nimoy complained here about the fact that Spock's quarters weren't mysterious enough. They're just kind of flat lit, and he's got one of those infinity mirrors, and then he's got this weird what is that? disco-y, <laughs> like, uh, that, 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 that... Uh, the Vulcan lava lamp. Yeah, he's got, the, he's got that infinite, uh, what is it, infinite combinations? It Come on, Clay. Oh, right, 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 right. Infinite combinations symbol but you can't i didn't notice that until today when we were like reviewing stuff for the i was like oh looking up some google images i never noticed that until today i also have a shirt with this on it but it's like so nerdy that like even a star trek fan would even know like wouldn't be like hey look nice itic shirt you know what i mean because it doesn't have like yeah, the no, on it. they'd be it like let's that. go give that guy a wedgie <laughs> <laughs> But this seriously, is a nice no one, scene. No I'm sorry, Leonard Nimoy, that you didn't like this. He, did, but... he just didn't like the way that Spock was quarters were presented. So that when you see it in Star Trek Three, it's much more mysterious, and it's like the lighting is dim and things like. And also the same thing, I guess, in Six, where he had like a little more pull, and he's like, "Let's do, let's right. make it a little more atmospheric." And he had it the would have been awesome if they just made it look like the original series. Like you, everything else is like upgraded, but you like oh, going to Spock's like room but it looks like the original series i will also wish they brought back spock's theme from the original series which was like that like baseline thing where it's like boom boom, 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 boom. i always uh you know i don't really pay attention to the music part but i did watch the thing with the composer on the uh, itunes thing today and he said that he basically trashed everything and started from scratch you know james horner yeah the late james horner died in a plane crash or a helicopter crash a couple oh my years God. ago. Uh, That's horrible. Like 2015-ish, I think. 
Um, yes, his score for this is fantastic. It's also the same exact score that's used in the movie Krell, essentially. I was like, if you see Krell, you know it's the same guy that did this music because it, like, it's all the same like, like horn kind of stuff. and It almost feels like a copy and paste job. But, <laughs> Well, this, this is great. And he was also sort of a, uh, I don't know if he was an understudy of Jerry Goldsmith, but he was friends with Jerry Goldsmith and went to the scoring sessions of Star Trek, the motion picture. But uh, yes, as we talked about, we talked about him a lot in the last. Yeah, but uh, but uh, James Horner, uh, Nicholas Meyer was like, don't pay attention, whatever Goldsmith did in the last movie, which I feel is unfortunate because as I went on and on about how great that score was. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, don't use any of the music from the show or anything, which I think Harv Bennett was like, ah, you know, mm-hmm. it's nice to have a little continuity, but it's the way yeah. it goes. It's the way it goes. It's, it was a creative choice. Yes. No, I did. So now they have decided. You guys this is the. Sorry. Movies. Do you guys listen to movie soundtracks and, and scores and stuff like Stacey does? But I've just never really been into it. Like, I don't mind them on, but like, I don't really. And I'm not like, oh, I'm going to listen to, like, the Phantom Menace soundtrack or, like, I'm going to listen to the score. I'm just Phantom Menace score soundtrack guy. is really good, though. It's the best part of that movie. Oh, yeah, I know right. it. I know that it's good. I just don't. Hey, can I, ask, can I ask a question? Is... Oh, we got to, I got to give a tribute to Jordan Scott here. Who is Jordan Vice Scott? Nice 80s character actor. Oh, okay. Then <laughs> V the series and Dukes of Hazard. Oh, oh yeah. Dukes he looks like he's been on, like, Auto Man, too. He looks like he literally just came off the set of Dukes of Hazard and went <laughs> to Star Trek. Too. He might have, I think he might have been a Buck Rogers uh, episode as well. Oh, very good. Like, they never really mentioned, is, like... What is there a relationship here? There is, is there's, he just, he's like, like a mentor, and I, I, yeah. I, 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 he's not related. I'm having some, uh, like some sort of issues again with uh, Amazon. Uh-oh. Keeps like getting like, uh, 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 it keeps going weird. What should we do? Should we pause it again? No, no, no. I'll, you know, I'll switch over to my iPad. Okay. Um. So, so George Scott, yes, uh, it doesn't get credited in this movie, even though he has a lot of lines. What is, what is that? His oh, agent was playing hardball to get him higher up in the Another press. agent problem. So they let they left yeah, him off. That's that sucks. He's agents, man. Yeah. I wanted to point out too, uh I didn't get to, but this is all this the reason they're going to regular um is because regular or regular. The space station, uh whatever it is. <laughs> space lab. Because they're the only, sh- which became a Star Trek like trope for years. Yeah. They're it's the only ship in the quadrant. Yeah. Like always, it was always the Enterprise was the only ship that could make that that could do it. Like, what were these other ships doing? For Christ's sakes! Like, but maybe they were also the only ships in the quadrants that they were at. It's like they're Green Lantern Corps. They're maybe like, oh, we're taking care of this section. I guess. Again, it's the Starfleet mismanagement. I'm telling you. Yeah. Look at there are only twelve Constitution ship styles in Is the that... fleet. So yeah. All right. I didn't know that. So back off. Well, they oh. blew one up in this one. So. Uh, uh, you know, that's a Miranda class. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I have. Want to no have a little? You want to have a little cred with the Trek nerds? You got to throw out a little Trek knowledge. And a class. All right. I had never heard that before. John, can we talk? The Reliant is a Miranda. Yeah, let's talk fonts. Well, first of all, I like these old timey, like original series or like 50s looking title cards. 
but then they kept going they actually incorporated in this like some fairly advanced computer graphics for the time but then they backed him up with yes. the dragnet style <laughs> i did <laughs> you know they, they, like, yeah yeah they consulted with jack webb about what fonts to use from dragnet <laughs> Anything ILM related here on this? This whole uh, sequence of the the Genesis device is the first use of like uh, like computer imagery, like rendering in a uh, in a like realistic style. The mastery. Those things on the side right now look really like an Atari game. Yeah, well, you know, awesome they also don't they about. also don't match up with um. Right, I think uh, they look fucking cool. In my opinion. Hey, what? What is the what is the time on your uh, on your end on the the movie? I got forty four oh eight. Oh, okay. I gotta I gotta jump ahead. Yeah. And the Genesis effect. There yeah. we go. Which they also did. I mean, it's not a big I deal, but they did this. replay this love, in the. Love, love this. Yeah. This well, if you've good. got a good if you've got a good effect shot, you reuse yeah, it in the next movie. Although I don't know why Kirk is suddenly narrating the the movie like but he just <laughs> took a little time off he's like you know i can do this a little better i'd rather look like, at kirk than uh, I, back in the 21st century i used to do a lot of audiobooks <laughs> i i used to be a, the 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 host of the hit show rescue 911 <laughs> i can handle this <laughs> I, i'll record an audiobook but i don't want to do the whole thing so let's cut it down a bit yeah I- I feel like that they did explain that though, or something where like she was here, she is trying to get more money from the Federation and he's maybe just giving a report. I don't know if I may be making that up, but so you are making go, it up. This is a GoFundMe for Carol Mark. Basically, yeah, yeah I think yeah. it is a 23rd century GoFundMe. So this is another, this, this is the classic. So Harv Bennett said that when he watched all the Star Trek before making this movie, he realized that this, this is the core right here. These three guys, this is what it has to be. So, um, here we are, <laughs> and this yeah. is what it is. And this is. Well, you've got as I think as we were telling you last week that that Spock is logic, McCoy is emotion, and Kirk is has to take the tube and sort of reconcile the both, right. make the right decision. Yeah. Watch out! Here comes Genesis. We'll do it for you in six minutes. But this is like the classic McCoy and Spock too. I love like the when he just. He's like, govern your passions. And he's like, shut up. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like Richard Ryan was 25 years ago. Shut yeah, up. Right. No, like, I mean, it's, Don't it's, look at me like that. It's great. <laughs> he throws the oh, bones always throws in some <laughs> racist, like green blooded thing. Yeah. Or like green blooded racist. Yeah. Shit. He's a Vulcanist. The man's talking about logic. We're talking about universal Armageddon. But uh, here comes one of my favorite scenes. And, and this is all, I said, it, this isn't one of my all-time favorite movies, but this has got to be one of my all-time favorite scenes. Oh, yeah. If this is on TV, I stop and watch it. I don't the care Shawshank what the house is burning down. Yeah, this is Shawshank stuff. You're right. Yep. Exactly. Because um, the... If, if you notice... Code, and if the you score notice, really enhances it, too. Yeah. If you notice on the, the model of the Reliant now, to, to show that it's the bad guys, the, um, the bridge... Uh, light and underneath where the sensor dome is uh, are now red to show that they're bad. Sort of like mm. in Megatron's master plan. <laughs> where all their the eyes, eyes turn red. 
Oh, you should do a, pl- a plug for you the for the mask uh, from TV. Oh well, yeah, and also if you're listening to <laughs> which this, I'm about to get by the way. Uh, the the uh, COVID uh, nineteen uh, lockdown, you can go and pick up uh, Megatron uh, face mask at my uh, Red Bubble and T Public shirt, Jay Hunt fifty four forty. Or you could get Very a Joker well. one at Robin Hood comic book at T Public. Shut up, Matt. I'm talking. <laughs> I guess you, just yeah, know, I do. you need more than one store. You can also get some Trek shirts there too at my I store. I don't have any Trek shirts. That's you sure. guys should make a league podcast. The Jaws one. Put them all up. up oh, the Jaws one got pulled. Oh, I'm glad. it's a collector's item. Then. It's it's at Redbubble, but it's not at uh, T Public anymore. Universal is currently reviewing it since fucking February. Anyway, back to the movie. <laughs> So this is this is damn peculiar. All right, so they they they're enterprise. I love this. Reliant is like, let them eat static. They're like, why won't these are our guys? Why won't they talk to us? Savick is kind of like, hey, Starfleet regulations. Yeah, by the book. Yeah, which is another great theme of this movie that, like, really like puts points to Kirk's like great like uh, the old chamber coil emission line. Yeah. Man, if I had a nickel for every time I use that to get out of something. John, I can't hang out today, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) So here we go. That's a much better excuse than the diarrhea one you used last time. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) And there it is. This is the first action. I have no shame. I actually used the diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) And even. I can't even remember. I'm sorry. Forty-eight minutes into this, and we're this is like the first action, but you don't even really care. In a Star Trek movie, so you like sat through like three hours of Star (laughs) Trek film before you finally get to an action scene. How does this door work where it cuts right through the warp engine? I don't really understand how that. that, uh, 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 Come on! It goes really slow. Like that's the slowest door. How do we know he Grab didn't invent the thing? Tube. Everyone get a tube. <laughs> that's really <laughs> just that's really <laughs> Scotty out of breath. It's yeah, like he, he wants he's doing what's the only way gonna get the scene is if you created an office. <laughs> he's just waking up from a nap with the CPAP on. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you look here, uh the designs that Spock is pointing to apparently are of the phase one enterprise layouts and not the actual uh, movie and phase two, Ooh, uh, not the right. actual enterprise from the movies. Someone did update their uh, data yeah. banks. Yeah, but he knew exactly where to hit us. Who, 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 and why? And, uh, and my understanding, Nicholas Meyer wanted to have a dog fight, which they didn't really ever do in the original series. It was more just like two ships facing each other or cloaking away or whatever. Well, it turns out to be more of a submarine battle at the end, but uh, yeah, they did have cockfighting in this movie. But that <laughs> here's your here he is unbuttoning the thing as you were talking about Clay. It's here's like the Raha Billy. Kid. Uh, yeah, but like Jonah the Hex. <laughs> <laughs> this poor guy. I love this dude next to Kirk. Like, like I was like, Kirk <laughs> face. my face yeah, is like, melting, but sure, like, all, like, all like he's like a button. chimney sweep. Terms of our surrender. I mean, this is like, oh my god, Captain Kirk gets surrender. Do it on screen. Does George Takai have any uh, like lines in this movie? <laughs> you know, no, like, I think it made like more sense lines. if he had been on the Reliant, if Sulu was on the Reliant in the yeah, checkoff part, if like they had swapped the two. 
I yeah. think. Probably. Check now, here we go. This bug. is our first time. Oh, Jerson, talk about this part. You love this part. I do love this part. This talk is... about the script girl. I know. I was gonna, I've been waiting this whole time. So Kirk all day. and Khan are never – yes, all day. All week. <laughs> Obviously, they're never in the same – because this is a bottle episode now that I can use that term. Yeah. They're, they're never in the same room. This is the only time they really even talk to each other on screen. So, on screen. so over Montalban had to recite all his lines, and then as uh, off screen reading Kirk's lines, and he would just react to that. But he said she was the sweetest girl, but she did not have the passion. Oh, the passion, the passion, the passionate stuff. So he said this was one of the hardest bits of acting he ever did. Because he never got to act with his main adversary in the movie, William Shatner. And I'm sure I, just being in the same room with Shatner brings everybody up like 10 points, right? I mean, like, come on. Oh, absolutely. As far as acting. And then that script girl <laughs> went on to be... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Robin Curtis. Jayla in, Jayla. in Star Trek Beyond. Oh, yeah. She had a walk-on role she was. on Veronica's Closet starring Kirstie Alley. Oh, see, there we go. So this part, good. though, always sort of befuddled me as well, the, the, the prefix code. I mean, I've since figured out it's like a pin, Yeah. right? I mean, basically, yeah. it means, so like a Klingon it's ship can't just fly TFA. up and say, okay, let's... let's. <laughs> so the prefix code is, so you can tell, so the Enterprise can tell the, the Reliant to lower their shields. Yeah, but it's like one of the. Screen. It's like the spies right, the meet the and you have to say, the the owl clocks in at midnight when the doors open, and the other guy goes, <laughs> "Yes, but only in the trash can." You know, that's what it is. Well, it's. I think it's like a. It basically your pin number. Like when you go to the bank and you want to take out some money, it's like okay, put in my prefix code. Ten seventy seven. That's a pin number. Oh, very good. <laughs> that's that's my favorite Futurama reference where he's like, oh. no, like how much for that pizza and a drink? And he's like, ten seventy seven, same as my pin number. <laughs> but I mean, it does seem kind of weird that like Spock could just call up the prefix code really quickly. Well, that's because you're you're. We are all we've been happy. One big happy family. Yeah. So I mean, you've got a. But this is just to prevent this very thing from happening. Right. Prevented any from doing it, we're attempting. But this is the great moment in this is that Savick doesn't understand, and Kirk is because Kirk is a veteran and he knows exactly what's going on. He's he said you have to learn why things work. I mean, he's playing Khan here, even though he's really a he's distraught because he almost killed everybody on his ship. Yeah, but, but this is also the scene that Nicholas Meyer said that he figured out how to make Shatner act more natural. Because, because like, he found out that Shatner got better as he got bored. So <laughs> the first take of him where he's like, he's like, here it comes, and he said that he's like, you're telegraphing what's going to happen. There's, he said right. the sar your sarcasm is dripping off the screen. Let's do it again. <laughs> then he did it again, and it was the same. Then he did it again, and it, it was like after ten takes, he finally was like, bored. here it comes now. You know, and. It was much more natural, and it, and he allowed his guard down instead of being leading man Kirk. Ah, see, maybe that's why this was the last time he was 
really believable. As good. I said, Shatner with a good director is amazing. Right. Shatner, when left to his own devices, is hammy. Like, his own devices, literally, in Star Trek V. <laughs> yeah. I want my paint. I need my paint. Yeah. Oh! oh. Why can't you? Very, uh, very Rick story behind there, the, uh... Oh, go ahead. Do we know about the registry number for the Reliant? 1864 does that mean anything? Uh, 1884? I don't I don't think it means anything really. Interesting. But I can look it up. I bet some Star Trek fan would know. Cut my yeah, real Star Trek fan. This is like know. this is good shot in here. I really like this. This is great. And he's Sass is Savic again. Like I mean he's clearly like upset. There we go. There's uh and here it is. Bring him up to the bridge. Oh, that's my dead nephew. But yeah, well, he was he not like dead Pepper. yet. He, so why did why did not bring him right to medical? Yeah. You thought McCoy was on the bridge? Oh, I don't know, maybe. Hmm, whatever. God, Had we ever really seen to the brain at that point? <laughs> Had we ever really seen the Enterprises beat up before? Though I have to say, I no. You have this not. was this was big. Yeah, I didn't think they had twenty five beds and six beds. <laughs> There's a lot back there. 35, 41. Different colors. I'll take a purple bit. Uh, I can't find anything about the Reliant uh, Registry. Oh, speaking of Redbubble, I just got a manufacturing invoice from them. Oh, shut up with your Jonah Hex. Stop it. (laughs) You're tying it in because Star Trek used to be published by DC Comics at one point. Oh, I'm sorry. It's uh, it's uh. uh and just make another drink, cause here comes my vodka. I have a mocktail. You got a mocktail? Oh, that's good. Yeah, I have a mock ice, turtleneck. It's iced tea <laughs> and uh, tang. That's my tang. Mocktail. Wow. Oh, it's the spaceman drink. As I get. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I don't have nearly as much information about this movie as I did with the last one. I apologize. It's probably not as much out there as you, I mean this this it's not I don't it's well, not I I'm think sure I've it's learned out there. a lot already. Like the uh, atrium was a uh, they were standing behind the atrium. I thought that was a good no, tidbit there's, knowledge there's, there. There's more just to this They've movie. They've arrived like, at Dunkin' Donuts regular, regular regular. Extra regular, <laughs> extra extra regular regular. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, so here we are. Khan's been there. Didn't get what he wanted. Spock. Spock. There's more in the director's <laughs> cut in, this, in that scene when they go over, too, isn't there? I think there is. I feel like yeah. there's a lot. And there was also a, from, I think uh, it's. Director, director. The director's cut is essentially the, the version they showed, yeah, on yeah. ABC back in the uh, 80s. Which I think I had it on VHS. I think I taped it. I on TV. believe I still have. I probably, I probably took it from you, Durst. Oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll uh, that's it. okay. I have no, I have nothing to play it on. So please. Just... Nah, neither do I right now. Yeah. Okay, so if 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 regular with cream and sugar. Or whatever is this? <laughs> if they if that's what they were using, I mean, it's essentially a big rock in space. Why did they what, go to City Alpha Five? Big rock in space. Well, yeah. 
Why did they go to City Alpha? Why did they want to use City I, Alpha? I 5? have I have to correct you. It's regular, not regular. Right. I like the way he's doing it though. I actually didn't. Why would they? What kind of name is regular? I don't know. Maybe, I, I just looked it up from the sure. northeast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for correcting yeah. me. Why did they well, go to City Alpha Five then? Because this was just a test thing. Or? Wait, what are we talking about? I don't know. I'm just Who wondering. Went the regular one. Who took Genesis? Paul, Paul Winfield <laughs> and Chekhov. Because why they were they Genesis? scouting? Because they were right. trying to scan for the moon for Genesis. Yeah, but they already had a nice one right here. Well, that was the that was um. Well, they had already hollowed shit right. out. Yeah. Okay. So. Look at Starfleet, uh, you know, they wanted something on a grander scale, um, more pizzazz. Had you taken French now, is 106 that the same exact, uh, spot as um, earlier when they were the Fisher Price figures? Yes, I mean, probably. Same yeah. background, same hallway. Yeah, yeah, but it's the same nice, place. Nice brown. Like it reminds me of like my friend's house in 1978. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how does a rat get onto this? Or the station? Welcome Back Cotter apartment? Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of Welcome Back Cotter, I would just like to talk about that 1982 for me was the summer of Star Trek II, and every day on Channel 10, the Rhode Island station that we could get at five o'clock, they would play the Star Trek series. So every time I think of Welcome Back Cotter, which played at 4:30. Mm. Because I was mm. always catching the the end credits because I was anticipating Star Trek. So every time I think of mm. Welcome Back, Carter, and that song, I then think of Channel 10, Star Trek at 5 o'clock. What came wow. on at 6 o'clock? Good memory. Uh, most likely the news. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Back when the news came on at 6 and not at like 4.30 or whatever. And like every hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This part freaks me out, though. I mean, this... I don't know why this dead guy hanging there really very heavy. Out. Yeah, it's a, a pretty dark film and it's kind of violent and it's sort of graphic for a yep. PG movie. That's a I remember for Star Trek. P Peter Preston really freaks me out as a kid when Scotty brought him up to the bridge for no apparent reason. Like I remember going, Ugh. and then when Spock was dead, at, dying at the end, I had to turn to my dad who explained to me what tranquilizers were before they showed Spock. I was like, does he look gross or what? And he's like, no, he just looks like he's got warts on his face. <laughs> kind of did. And this is a I love this Kirk solution to everything. Just punch it. And it <laughs> I put my pin number in. Oh. <laughs> it didn't work. 1077. <laughs> I'll try 1864. Love, uh, That's a right, registered shut up. <laughs> what creatures in our bodies? Maybe this is the reason they didn't have Sulu, because this part needed to be more dramatic. Control our minds. Sulu. Uh, also, if you, if you recall, in the 2009 Abrams Trek, they they use the uh, the little slug guys the on uh, Captain Pike. Oh yeah. I have a note. Here I would have a little trouble believing. Sorry, Paul Winfield is a little weird here. Well, wouldn't you be a little weird if you had an earworm? I guess. But they don't know this is an earworm. About the eel. Was well, he was just saying he made us jelly. do terrible things. Hold on. Clay's got a note. You got a note? All right. He was, the, the eels were covered in raspberry jelly to make them look extra goopy. 
Ooh, extra taste. Uh, yeah, exactly. Then they put it on their sandwich. A little <laughs> peanut, peanut butter. butter. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something unrelated to this movie that I just discovered. Oh, peanut butter on Oreos. It's amazing. Oh my! Fuck yeah! Dude. All right. Try it. Try it. Try Is this it. why I have a better quarantine body than you at the moment? I didn't. You didn't say you had a better. I didn't say you had a better quarantine body than me. You're just. You just lost weight. I'm just losing a little muscle mass. I'm still probably in better shape. I'm in. I'm in Kirk first season shape. Oh my! <laughs> You're in second I'm season. Star Trek two shape. <laughs> So I'm about I, I, the fourth Kelly noticed the Kirk original oh, original movie uh, shape. I'm a Joey Starfleet <laughs> this, officer. This, this, yeah, I'm that guy. That kind of guy had like the double chin on the line. <laughs> this um the transporter here is a a redress of the Klingon uh controls from the uh, bridge on the Katinga from the first movie. Oh, Excuse you. What? Claim. It just sounded like you just said a swear word in Klingon. Oh, oh. oh. You, I like the yeah, light. They, bright. They, they, they circle Uranus and search for Klingons. Mm. Oh, yeah, that was a good schoolyard joke there. Here's the classic uh, Christmas the book Lights. where you lie. But oh, apparently, the super intelligent con can't figure out that two days means two hours. Cool communicator. Like one dimensional thinking, two dimensional thinking. Thank you. But I, I get your point. <laughs> this uh, McCoy's psyched because the disco lights are reminding him of stupid. Those movies. are pretty awesome and his, back there. And his days of being coked out. Let's do some fat rails <laughs> and get on this transporter. With beard. Yeah. Pork and cement. He was he was like partying with um, Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> <laughs> and Stevie Nicks, he had a hot it, thing going with her, and uh, <laughs> and the blondie Debbie Harry. And in this very room, I I think Studio yeah, Fifty Four with the lights back there. Beam you up, Stevie. I'm never pleased with the uh, transporter effects in the movies. I always like the. I feel the show did it best. Hmm. Was that Sound the effect? yellow pixelations in the show? Yeah. The, yeah. Not you know, not not this effect. It's sort of like the more they overtake the plumbing, the easier it is to stop up the drain. Exactly. <laughs> Way better in this I one s- than the first. I movie. actually say that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so here they are. They beamed up. They don't know where the hell they went. And then the school locker room. Yeah. Here, you can find a, a giant Genesis device. Yeah, they just All leave the, it hanging out. that went over Niagara Falls. <laughs> Sorry. You know what's weird here is that David's buddy here gets like zapped, and no one really is like, "Boy, you know, sure. it's really, it's really sad that Steve just died, huh?" Yeah. Is that Steamboat with a shirt on now? Or yeah, I don't know. Is that Steamboat? That gets no, I don't think it is. That guy's much, much uh, slimmer, not as bulky. Ah, uh, yeah. Doesn't he feel a little bad? He just punched his son. Well, his kid had it coming. <laughs> her her okay. chest is very bony. Like, it always freaks me out here. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you know. Oh. Quit looking at my mom's tits. 
like reunion over. So it goes so fast. Like there's no time to talk. Oh, by the way, we're going to shoot you now. Like, I feel like if this movie were made now, they would have talked for like 10 minutes before Paul Winfield said, oh, by the way, I'm going to shoot you. Oh, yep. There goes Steve. Did it happen on your end? Oh, I'm a little behind. I think you're a little ahead. There we go. Okay, I'll pause for a second. A little ahead. Right. Where are you at on yours? Now I see Khan. Now he says, all is well, sir. But I feel like Khan has a headache here. Yeah, he does. Ah, like it takes some excessive first... migraine. Yeah. It's like, I've had it with this Kirk guy. But let's just say, if they had killed Kirk, would he have been satisfied with that? Or do you think he would have wanted to? You know? I think he would have been having, he would have had an empty feeling inside because he didn't do it himself. Right. right. Yeah. I think... Kirk's right. Con you bloodsucker. Mmm, that's tasty. Tasty ah! punch. It's the raspberry jam. <laughs> <laughs> this uh the effect here where he shoots himself uh is pretty effective for a nineteen eighty two effect. It's the... not bad. The way he oh, did yeah. disappears, yeah. But I never understood why the the, e- the eels things, whatever, just like pop right out right here. Yeah. Oh, maybe one of because the uh, other eel died. Uh, damn maybe. they had some sort of bond. Oh maybe. God, I hate maybe. that that's a good, so that's, much. Like, rack zoom. <laughs> that's a good rack zoom though, where it cuts from like real uh, checkoff yeah. to uh, rubber Giant ear. Check. ear check. Well, when I was a kid, I didn't know yeah. it was fake ear. I thought it was really cool that he blew that. I remember as a kid thinking that was it's like, yeah, Kirk. Yeah, yeah kill that thing. It. He's talking into your Apple Watch, Clay. <laughs> I yeah, just he was is. thinking he he wouldn't be able to touch that in the age of COVID nineteen. Yeah. We're just gonna make a ton of like references that'll like instantly date this commentary. That is true. I'm speaking from the grave because I caught it and died, by the way. <laughs> Jesus. Why isn't he talking into his phone like a gigantic slice of pizza? <laughs> Dude. Oh, Frank. Now, this is the great, like, moment. This is referenced on Seinfeld. This is, like... It's referenced everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. the iconic moment of this right. movie. Which I feel in, in the first movie, the iconic thing was the bald lady. And in this yeah. movie, the iconic thing is him screaming Khan, which was poorly done in uh, Into, Into Darkness, Darkness, which I feel that they should have cut just before Spock yelled it. Like, that would have made it more effective. No, it was too over. It was too much. It, especially by that point in the movie where you're kind of, I think by that point, I was kind of just like, this movie's got to end, right? Like, I mean, it, was, <laughs> it was like well, one long fight. And we'll I was get like, to that. oh, yeah. But Nicholas Meyer was even sort of like, I, I don't understand the whole thing of Spock beating the shit out of people. Yeah, I, I know. And, and he's he and he had he, apparently J.J. Abrams' father is some sort of creative partner with Nicholas Meyer, so he has known J.J. Uh, since he was a child. That. Was at his bar mitzvah and everything. Here you go. What an Abrams hubris. Young Matt Derson. Just love that though. I mean, like, mean I love that Matthew or whatever we were calling Young, him. Matthew. Whatever my fucking name is, 
I lived for that moment. I, I I think I probably just walked around my yard yelling, yeah. <laughs> When you weren't throwing your lunchbox up in the air talking about your favorite dish, you'd yell about <laughs> con. I threw my lunchbox in the air because I was so happy to be home from school. Yeah, and <laughs> you should have thrown it up and went, con! Like Rhoda? I probably, maybe one day I did. This is the like con and Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Who is con? Well, hey. How long you got? I know he doesn't. We have a we appear to have plenty of time, but he doesn't want to tell the story of who Khan is. He's hungry. Yeah, I got I got to get food. He's like we always watch Space Seed. Thanks. What is this Earth Fruit? Hold on, he let me get my videotape of Space Seed and play it for you. <laughs> let me get my red little disc and we'll put it in my player and I can play we'll it. Put in this video. weird little JY thing next to Savic here. Get, think about how odd. It is that they did a movie as a sequel to an episode of the TV show, and it still works on its own. You don't even need to see the show. That's what I'm saying. I never watched Space Seed, and I knew all about what this con guy was all about. You know what I mean? Like, I I got it. I watched Space Seed, but they, I think it was Nick Meyer wanted something tangible from the old series, and he went back and found this to be a logical thing. Because well, they kind of left this hanging as like yeah. a plot, you know. But, but I think it was more hard. Star Trek episodes that leave you hanging too, where they're like, "That'd be interesting to find out what's going on like in that gangster planet from 1920." Almost the guy from the good. Alice TV show. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my, they say Mel. I don't know. Yeah, Mel. Mel. Yeah. Where are you guys at? My my thing keeps getting like hung up. Oh, now he's talking to Carol. Just him and Carol. Um. Yeah, I'm at uh one thirteen. I did what you said. Him and Carol I'm at one thirteen oh seven. Okay, we're we're at about the same spot. I like it got hung up and I hit the go ahead ten seconds thing. So, um, the funny thing is, apparently they were they had this whole idea. They're writing this whole conscript and they hadn't even asked Ricardo Montalban yet if he would do it. Yeah. And they were like, "Oh shit!" But he he did. Yeah, at first I think he was a little reluctant because he's like, the part's not big enough. But then he was like, well, they keep talking about me when I'm not there. So I'm, I'm like, your name's in the title, man. And well, he was coming up six Here's years of Fantasy funny, Island, too. The unintentionally the funny line where she's like, let me show you something that'll make you feel young again. Uh, my you know. bony chest. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave check off there. It's cool. I know. <laughs> he's sleeping. He looks like he's wearing like a low bot. Yeah. My son. And he's next to a, a weather balloon from Roswell. <laughs> I mean, this part though is is you, I I feel for Kirk. I mean, especially now that I I'm I'm almost fifty. I mean, we're all closer to fifty than not. I mean, like he's kind of like you know he's feeling old. Before it looks like Carol Baskin there has like. One of those old outfits with the uh, sunglasses pouch in the front. Carol yeah. Marcus? Who the hell is Carol Baskin? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Of Baskin and Robbins fame. Sorry, that's, Clay. I, that was... That's the Tiger King reference. I got the Tiger King reference. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I missed that. Uh, You're right. Hey, all you. Well, you're so quick to poo poo it. No, come on, Clay. I poo poo. I poo pooed. Love 
He, uh, uh, it was, those are my people. <laughs> <laughs> I won't even go there. Uh, so in the, uh, in the, uh, second pilot where no man has gone before, uh, Gary Mitchell, who was part of the, uh, Star Trek missions End uh, comic that I worked on makes a reference. You don't to say a, a young, the name yeah, uh, makes a reference to a young blonde Starfleet lady, uh, uh, that he had made some sort of prank with Kirk on, and uh, then Kirk was like, I almost married that blonde lady. And a lot of uh, fans like to uh, say, I think he's referring to Carol Marcus, mm. which I don't really think he is, but it's a nice way to sort of like retroactively tie it all together. Sure, a little, yeah. Retcon. Does it does not Payne. look that great. Matt, Matt Painting. Matt Painting. Matt Clay. Matt Payne. Payne. You know, I miss the Matt Take Payne. a drink. Take a drink. Sorry. Yeah, they'll never have map paintings again. We were talking about. Don't mind if I do have a little mocktail. Yeah, better slow down. (laughs) At this Uh, rate, I'll have to pee. Am I the only one not drinking? I feel like I need a drink now. You should be drinking. Yeah. How do you? I didn't realize that was part of it. Well, this. (laughs) It's. Did you listen to the last? Yeah. I I didn't want to go on Durst's side of the street here. I'm on my (laughs) third beer. Oh, gee. I'm on my third drink too, my Romulan ale. Whatever gets you through the and night, I'm like baby. Yeah, look at these these Star Trek movies take a lot. So, yeah, you gotta whatever whatever Tafarth Kelly would do before he'd watch a movie with his friends. Yeah, five. That's what I cocaine. say. What would Tafarth do? What would D do? Yeah, D does this. So, we find out here that Kirk reprogrammed the. Cheated simulation so he could rescue the ship and apparently even ate an apple as he did it, just like he did in the 2009. And in the 2009, there's a cut scene of them actually showing him cheating on it, like of like the the green. uh, Why am I blanking on what the green aliens are? But she helps him out. Ah, yes. And And not an Andorian; they're blue. I don't like to lose. This is like, I mean, Kirk's arrogance is so great. I nothing. It's so amazing. Almost as arrogant as J.J. Abrams, right? Am I right? I, I, I guess a guy who thinks he can direct Star Trek and Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Abrams. Orion oh, Slave Girls. Those are the green ladies. Sorry. Oh yeah. Good job. Two thousand and nine. Uh, Kirk was under the bed there. Ooh, yeah, yeah. In the director's cut, there's a little more here where Spock and them are when they're climbing up the ladder, and there's a little more interplay between the two of them. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, ladder, it does seem ladder, a little weird, sort of like it was cut parts. kind of strange. Where he's just like, "That man is my son," and he just says, "Fascinating," like not caring yeah. in the least about this. Yeah, I was, I always, I never liked that. <laughs> so. It seems a little awkward. Yeah. But here we go. This is like the nice heroic, like, okay, now we're back. Who's that guy sitting in the chair? Todd from Breaking Bad. (laughs) (laughs) Matt Damon. Fat Matt Damon. There he is. I still think you're a couple seconds ahead of us, by the way. (laughs) Matt Damon. All right, I'll pause for a second and then bam. 118.43. Here we go. Okay, I'll pause for one more second. How about now? Yeah, I don't know. Now he's, hey, you better not give me too many bumps. I'm at 119 right now. All right. 
we're still three seconds at behind. All right. Well, I'll I'll reserve Close my enough. comments for three seconds. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you think of something, yeah. wait three seconds for you say it. I Sauce. love the shot of the Enterprise in front of the moon. There it is. Now we're there. Okay. Good job. We were right. still a second up. All right. Let me pause one more time here. Guys walking down the hall. They yeah, there's a guy with like a wand. Somebody's rushing to the bathroom. Weird, weird gun things. And, yeah. on the thing. A lot of butt plugs and stuff. <laughs> um, like this, this commentary is the worst. Sorry. Yeah, now we're pulling up the bulkhead. They kind of look like butt plugs. This is a sexy looking torpedo. Now, why are we loading Spock's coffin in advance? Yeah, no, they just shoot coffins. Uh, there was a. There was oh. a. A, a, a sale at the Spoiler. funeral home. They're like, look, we could. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what's going to happen. There's that dirty guy again in the background. Yeah. Never took off his headband. He's yeah. more disheveled than the others. And he's got a book. <laughs> so much better. Good bathroom reading on SETI Alpha 5. Yeah, I feel like we went off the rails a little bit here, but I want to talk about the Moby Dick thing again. Good, talk <laughs> I don't about mean it. That in a, I don't mean that in a gross way when I say Moby Dick, but this is, I mean, it's even a big white ship. I mean, like, this the this is a, like, Khan, and he quotes Moby Dick, of course, yeah. later, and, but this is a, all sort of a metaphor for Moby Dick, which they tried to do again in First Contact, and it didn't quite work. Yeah, not as successful. Yeah. So, but it's very, it's very cool. I know it's different, but still. And so, but this is where they use Khan's obsession against him, going into the nebula. Sauce for the goose. Yeah, big Moby Dick energy. (laughs) (laughs) Giant size man thing. Is where uh, David steps onto the bridge, looking all super '80s, like he's in a Sears catalog. Yeah, with the, the yeah, tie. I mean, the uh, the sweater tied oh, around yeah. the Starfleet scientist like, hallwear collection. Yeah, he should be he should be <laughs> holding a tennis racket. But he's just like flanked Our when model he goes David. to the country club. First, <laughs> beating up his biological father <laughs> in this type of wear instead of that blue shit that his mom's wearing. I don't want to, like, okay, we shouldn't, I'm not saying this, insinuating anything, but, yeah, George Takei, as the only other gay man on this set, apparently, like, became good friends with Merritt Buttrick, who well, passed I away. I doubt that, yeah, by the way. Did he, this how, did he pass away from, did he die? George Takei killed? He died of AIDS, yeah, no, That's what no, I thought. died of AIDS. Yeah, I wanted to make sure before I made George the like. George gave Merritt Butrick aid. No, but they were friends, and he said he was the nicest guy in the world. And but he had he faced some issues because he was a gay man. He was, yeah. you know, but a snazzy dresser. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's kind of interesting too. Like Khan, what's his name? Khan's right hand man. There, his his mentee. Was like can't go in. Ballot. Yeah, we can't go in. Our shields would be useless. And he's like, well, Khan's kind of like, uh, I want to go in. <laughs> yeah, look at it. No one tells me what to do. Well, oh, damn how do they shoot all this? It's only when Kirk. What? Go. It's not right. a map hitting. It's um. How do they do all that? It's uh, it's the uh, it's, it's the 
cloud tank that they do, where it's like uh, layers yeah. of water that was separated by like yeah. giant sheets of plexiglass, and then they would dump like paint and colors and stuff in it, and then they pull the plexiglass out, and then there was salt water and like regular water, and they'd mix together and they create these swirly effects, and they would That's shoot cool. this stuff at two frames a second, so it was like so you get like crazy swirling oh. effects. That's pretty, I mean, Super it's really fast. slow. I mean, 24 frames per second, if anyone doesn't know, is the norm for old school film. Yeah, unless you're watching old, um, who who's the guy that did the um, Lord of the Rings that we made a reference Peter to? Jackson. Peter Jackson. <laughs> old Peter Jackson. Well, it's kind of interesting, though, too, to me, where they say his pattern indicates two-dimensional thinking. So they're just like, well, we'll just go behind him. Yeah, I mean, like, go under like, him. It's like, <laughs> you should be going under him if you're. If you're... We'll just, yeah, I, I don't know. It's a little weird. Best guess, Mr. Sulu. That's a great line. Go, Sulu. <laughs> and Sulu's guess is not that as we see. Bad <laughs> guess. But it's yeah. I, I mean, I I don't think I finished my thought. But when it's only when Kirk sort of, you know, needles at Khan and says, "Oh, I'm laughing at the spirit." Like that, Khan's like, "All right, fine, fuck you." Khan is easily triggered. Yeah, he's a he's a psycho. I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the bridge sets uh like they were originally designed to be easier to film on than the uh original series sets because those were very small and you couldn't move around. And it mm. turns out they ended up being approximately the same size and just as difficult to film on. Yeah, that's a shame. All these shots of um, the Enterprise and the Reliant up close where everything's like bah, 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 and because they say yeah. the rising uh, fire effects and things like that were all built at a partial uh, portion of the, the ship at a much larger scale, so you could so you could blow things up and it would look in scale because nice. they fire and water is difficult to miniaturize. Yeah, water especially is tough. Now here's like I'll just go hang. Bones is just like I'll just hang out here for a little bit. I like Scotty's <laughs> always like the Ray. He probably wanted to get away from Carol. Yeah, my my. my <laughs> 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 you put on a protective suit or something. Here's the 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 end of. This poor guy who never even got credit for being in this movie. So wait, what Actually, happened? His, his agent wanted to get him uh, a higher credit in, uh-huh. at the beginning, so it ended up bad. No credit. When they left him off. Wow, those agents, man, what a bunch of dicks. <laughs> All right, for the for the finale. All right. <laughs> Ooh. I know. I'm holding off a bathroom break too here. Like. Well, we're coming up to the big finish, so I figure I can I can last. Yeah, I had a dollar for every time Matt said that. Oh. <laughs> 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 there it is, but not experience. This pattern indicates two-dimensional thinking. John, do the uh, Star Trek modelers uh-huh. talk about the uh, the the layout of the of the inside too, like exactly where all the controls are and whatnot? Sometimes, sometimes they do because there's a Star Trek bridge module uh, model from the the original series, and then 
through all these upgrades, uh, third party uh, parts and manufacturers that you can buy from to make them more accurate. Um, there's also the 3D part. printed parts. Well, <laughs> I usually try to stay at the first party because that's the best party. But uh, mm -hmm. there, but there are also uh, 3D printed parts for some of these models, like the uh, large three foot. Uh, enterprise from the shows that I've built the the glass dome on the top of the bridge you can look in and see the bridge so I bought the 3D printed bridge because nice. it's more accurate and stuff like that so and I've also recreated yeah. this yeah 36 inches long Jesus Christ that's about as the size of Ensign Brian over there is yeah. that you about three feet? <laughs> I've recreated this this shot of the Enterprise coming up behind the Reliant and uh, and posted on various forums with the uh, one uh, five thirty seventh scale Reliant, and then I used a one one thousandth scale uh, Enterprise, so it looked like it was further away than it was. And sure, it was very you're using old Peter Jackson yeah. tricks yourself. I, yeah, I, Peter Jackson. I Peter Jackson's my the hell out of that picture. <laughs> you probably got a better better reaction from fans than he did for his Lord of the Rings movies. I think I got better <laughs> reaction King Kong, from fans uh, better than the King Kong and probably better than the Hobbit movies. Oh, God, those Hobbit movies. Sorry, I never saw any of them, but I know Tom uh, Jackson credit, though. I mean, he, he really was a King Kong historian and loved the 33 film. And the, like, yeah, I give that, that to him. I wish yeah, I mean, he tried. I mean, he, he loved the, the project. It's just, you know, shit out. So Boring though it was so long. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So they are ready. They beat the shit out of him now. They're like, and this is another bloody con. This is I love this. Yeah. Now I love it, but I think when I was a kid, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, they put uh, raspberry jam on Ricardo Maltabon. <laughs> right. well. I love how his hair is like like burned off and whatever up there. It looks like. You know, he looks like he looks like '80s Davy Jones. <laughs> you know, he's a handsome man. Yeah, and I love his arm, like the way he's holding his arm, all kind of like crooked, like he just can't. Ugh, it's so gross. Looks like a like a lizard or something. Oh, lizard. Ugh. We're caught in a lizard. lizard. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I have to step away for one second. It has nothing to do with the bathroom. Well, it wouldn't I matter if it did. Might as well go. I mean, it's for that one. All right, no. So, boy, that John really likes to talk about all the shit that he's done, isn't he? This ain't. But right, here we go. This is the. This is the. The like the most like I remember thinking like this is, even I think in 1982 this seemed pretty hard. It's pretty lame. You have to do this stuff to. But like, think about what they have to do in the next movie just to blow up the Enterprise. And now to create a planet, all you, you got to just turn this thing and hit that, that little button. Multiple and levels of rings. Oh, there's a, what, and there's a little sign at the top of that thing that says, what, commit? Oh, I guess, yeah. But this is the, this is the, the, the Moby Dick thing I was talking about. There it is, commit. And it's weird. It cuts out from a thousand. What a weird thing. <laughs> All right. What did I yeah. miss? The Genesis device. Gonna, yeah. He, 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 he committed. He's, he's, 
Yeah, he committed. He's Khan is on a build up. Reason I mentioned the console. David has got some awesome the... 80s blonde hair going on there, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody designed where Spock's hands were and stuff because they noticed in the original series, like he was just kind of looking at the camera the whole time and not doing anything with the controls. So in this set, they built they built it out so that his hands would actually be doing something. Yeah, well, they, they did it so that it was like an accordion where there was like a... a a little button yes. where you could tell where you were at all places. Yeah, oh, you weren't looking at it. Like touch typing. Yes. <laughs> like touch yes. typing on a Commodore pet. <laughs> <laughs> so they're very slowly getting away. Nerd. <laughs> I can't believe he had to climb down that thing. And this is uh this is part of a, a, a thing where uh Harv Bennett right. talks to is Nimoy and it's like, what could you do that you know, in case maybe possibly you might wanna come back and maybe we might do a third one maybe if things were and so he's like, Okay, I'll do this. Is that I mean, I That's guess corrected. we only have their word to go on. But... Yeah. That poor guy back there is like crying. But yeah, like this is a this is the apparently this was so this was not scripted or anything. This was just something that they decided to do. Yeah. It's I guess I like there's a, a a sign, a flashing sign in the engine room that just says radiation. It's radiation. And Scotty so he here know. looks like he's like rooting for a sports team. Yes! So let's go this joke that's that Shatner made that he said Harv Bennett and Leonard sort of did all that without telling anybody, and he felt bad that he was left out of that whole thing. He was, he like, was being can't a, believe he was being a, he yeah. was being Shatner. Being you know, but it was funny. It was here's funny. where he opens the, the big thermos. Big thing and yeah, uh, and it's gonna stir all the milk in there. By only <laughs> eating candy bars, we don't know what we've missed. <laughs> kind of does look like that, doesn't it? <laughs> What is he really doing in there? I don't he's know. Just, he like, just he opens it up and sticks his face for apples. <laughs> <laughs> so Kirk can have another apple. Yeah, Kirk is getting the <laughs> apple from Rebular. Robular. Robular. Regular. Regular. Sorry. Sorry. I do like this look that he gives to um, <clears throat> where he's like not gonna make it and he goes no like i mean that's like a this is like a nice moment here well, not a nice moment but he looks over and he's just like no we're not gonna it's make it like i mean like yeah exactly effective yeah without any words spoken he just looks over and he's like no like kurt has no way out here khan is beating this is khan's last scene in the um davy jones beat him right davy 80 davy jones spit what was uh what'd you say red shirt brian <laughs> i just this was khan's last scene at this point yes right? he's, he's dying breath he's his last yeah. breath yes and then we got it's kind of weird i think he died thinking he killed kirk but that's yeah right. you know it's good he died happy it's like those people <laughs> that like are on their deathbeds that hate trump and no, they're no. like trump got impeached he's like okay i can die happy now you know it's, yeah. it's like that 
and then they didn't get Embiid's. Uh, but there it. we go. But at Fox the time, you can cut that part out. <laughs> I don't want to say anything controversial. You can't, can't cut, cut anything, anything out, out of a movie commentary. Up. You can just, you can just, huh? you can just blank my part out. You didn't say the entire, entire movie. Yeah, the entire thing. So every time I say something, blank it out, and you guys well, just react to it. Just it'll laugh. Be like, it'll be well, like, you guys are like, going to say diarrhea in this thing, then. Mm. It would be like, Brian will just talk about how he had diarrhea. Original <laughs> leak podcast when it was, wasn't was synced up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, Carol, oh look God. at it. I'm not sure that's the first time he's uttered that phrase to her. Hey. Oh, whoa. Kyle's wearing her mom jeans. Coat. It smells like you, Jim. <laughs> this really is not nearly as informative as our last uh, our last commentary. It I apologize. I, I blame myself. So do I. <laughs> Shatner claims well, to have come up with the whole concept of uh, the Spock and Kirk through right. the glass. Yeah. How much do you? I mean, that's the problem. I I I, I watch I these things. And like, yeah, I mean, like there's no. Although way. this part's cool, where he goes right down the the left. Yeah, I mean that's pretty. That's pretty good for a year old guy. Yeah, he was fresh off of Impulse. Oh, so that was called. But still years away from Tech War. There's like some guy like. Look at look at look at this like a guy going down. I know that guy. Like what's he doing down <laughs> the there? Third guy. <laughs> the third man. He's dead already. I mean, that's like the oh, but I mean, like if you were a Star Trek fan, and oh, uh, so I suppose we should also mention. So Harv Bennett said Spock was just died at the end of yeah. And, no, and the, the test the, audiences were like the last. Spock, the last shot of the movie is him going. Him of all the souls I encountered, his was the most human. That was where they ended the movie originally. Yeah, and that is Damn. a downer. A test audiences were walking out. He said it was like a funeral, like they were walking out of the movie. So, so they said we got to leave something, but they almost left too much. Like he and he's well, yeah. He, then they basically like did yeah. the, a reverse on it, and they're like, "No, just kidding." Yeah, he's definitely gonna come back. Yeah. But this scene is still one of the best Star Trek scenes ever, yeah. or maybe the best one. I'd Ugh. also like to point out that um, uh, Harv Bennett and Leonard Nimoy also died within weeks of each other. Oh, what's about that? It's like John Adams and and Steve Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Not Franklin. Theodore Roosevelt, right? Wait, which Roosevelt? Jefferson. Sorry. You want a Roosevelt? Fucking Jefferson. Whatever. I'm drunk. <laughs> Fucking Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. No, they were. They were. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Harv Bennett died on February 25th of 2015. And uh, Nimoy died on February 27th, 2015. Oh, wow. Yeesh. Yeah. And Shatner died. That would have been died... a leap year, a leap year for <laughs> Harv, Harv Bennett, right? The 28th? Yeah. No. Let's. Right? Uh... No. No, no, that's no, not a leap year. 2015 was not a leap year. It would have been the 29th. Yeah, okay, okay. Never mind, never mind. Bleep that out. Bleep that out. Bleep out the, the leap year Shatner, stuff. Shatner, though, Shatner is um, 
uh, just turned 89 a couple months ago, as of this recording. Oh, my God. Wow. So, you know what I, I wondered was why they never teamed up Shatner and Adam West. Like, why didn't that ever happen? Because they the universe would have exploded with the amount of There's got to be something. They, there is they something. Did a panel. Can I tell you about it? They, they did a yes. They did yeah. a Batman the Animated Series, and there was oh, a that's right. script for a Two-Face story. Two-Face never appeared in uh, Batman 66. They made, um, uh, it's obviously a new script, but they took like this unused Two-Face story and Shatner with Two-Face. And Adam wow. West is fat nice. Before Adam West died. And it's very funny. It's what about uh, Batman karaoke? <laughs> the Brave and the Shatner Lord. still could play Two-Face. Get a couple uh, of mocktails from me. I'm, I'm all about karaoke, man. In our in our Spider-Man movie back in the '90s, uh, we used to play games about like who we would cast in the movie. Shatner was our Norman Osborn. That's I, I that's right. Because he had the hair. The hair. That was the only. J.K. Simmons chops. was was J. Jonah Jameson <laughs> too. Yeah, he was always. He's J. always Jonah been. Jameson. <laughs> Even when we didn't know who he was. So I don't think her hair is regulation. By the way. Uh, I, don't, I don't. I think that hair is too long. I gotta we'll say, to I, I had a major, major boner for Kirstie Alley when I was growing up, big time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. and I have before now. Big time. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most coomy. <laughs> She always reminded me of Yo's sister, Kim. Yeah, I could see that. She's oh, yeah, just got yeah, that yeah. look. Yeah. Is she like seven feet taller than there, Michelle though. Nichols? Yeah, oh, no, all she's on top. Are, no. She's on top of something else. Again, <laughs> <laughs> look at all the doughy Starfleet officers there. I know. Well, it was. I guess oh, people I, didn't know how to get in shape in the eighties. Yeah, that guy looks like Hux. Oh, I, you know what? I'm gonna. If I post a picture of myself, I'm still gonna be in better shape than you. Just saying. I want to see shirtless. Oh right? no, you don't. Both of you. I want, want both of you. I will still shirtless. win. I would still be the fat. And I'll post it on our website. <laughs> <laughs> like I was. Making an exaggeration just because I'm like, I really want to go to the gym is what I was doing. Oh, yes. That's a reused uh, stock shot of the Enterprise from the motion picture, by the way. And this, like, yeah, so the movie ended already like, by the original script. Yeah, TMP. This is like another just sad, like, sort of just like, oh, they're broke. I mean, like, oh, everything is ruined. Yeah. This chair's dead. not My that comfortable. My glasses are broken. I can't read a tale of two cities. Glory days. Gallon <laughs> passed by. <laughs> he can throw that <laughs> speedball. <laughs> I mean, but he has a nice moment here, so it's all it's all better. It's fine. Dad, do you like my pants, or are they too high? Are they too Napoleon Dynamite? <laughs> <laughs> cool. I love Kirk's face here. He almost looks like he doesn't want to talk to him. So I was like, oh, what are you talking about? 
just me trying alone. to figure out my glasses. Kirk finally embraces his mortality here, though. He accepts what is. Right. He beca- it becomes a very zen moment for Kirk. Yeah, this is the moment here where he's okay. He's like, he's like I've lost my friend, my best friend for the last 20 plus years. And, uh, I, and he's never I, dealt with death. He's never yeah. faced the situation before. Skip All the it. hair moose in the world isn't going to make me feel better. <laughs> but yeah i mean uh, the, the whole like i said the whole movie is really not it's kirk like he's coming to terms with things and well like, as i had said in the last commentary that uh, star trek the motion picture is uh is about like kirk trying to relive his high school days but spock's arc in that is spock accepts who he has who he is and in this movie kirk accepts who he is yeah and then the next movie, McCoy accepts who he is. Oh. And the movie after that, Chekhov. Oh, Hoorah. Who oh, okay. <laughs> That's Star Trek V, who does the fan dance. She oh, accepts, God. She's like, yeah. she's like I'm a sexy I'm lady. Old, I'm an older lady, but I can still rock it with the fans. So get, I so can distract men. This is the I Pasadena trick effecting all over it. Ah, uh, that big hug. Like they've what never hugged. Hug? Yeah, they've no, never even Kirk met. is opening up uh, at this point. <laughs> no, I'm serious. He's no. like, he's he's like, no, look, I, I accept I, what. I, shut up over there. Who invited you anyway, Ensign? He's <laughs> <laughs> laughing at this. Is a I'm sorry. Moment. It's a beautiful moment. You're right. I know. I had this on the book and record, and was... oh, the book and record is hysterical because it's like some guy, <laughs> some guy doing like my version of Shatner. On it, I I listened to it recently. He's like, Spock, I feel old. Feel young. <laughs> Was that the Dartman World of Wonder? How you were obtained yes. that copy? Yeah, oh. but now you can find him. Uh, you can find it on YouTube now. Okay, because his links are deader than dead. Oh yeah, he he announced that he was not long. updating a yeah. long time ago because he's always touring with the monkeys. Oh, very good. Well, he's not now, so why can't he see him? Was he there when we saw the monkey? Yeah, oh, I, I think that. I said something about that where they're like Richard Dart, whatever, and I was like, yeah, that's the guy that. Uh, the and then monkey. that guy shushed you, probably. Oh yeah, yeah, that guy looked like Drew Carey, but we you won't get into that now. I know. Look, we get yelled at no matter where we go. You okay, uh, Jim? This, uh, I believe, this is one of the parts of like where they did the, you know, reshoots and stuff, where they added the scene to make it a little more uplifting, a little more happy. Well, it works though. It works because Kirk needs to have this moment where you like where it's he realizes that. Also, uh, where uh, Spock's uh, right and the tube ends up. uh, I've been there at the uh, Golden Gate Park uh, in San Francisco. Did you remember where you parked? Uh, I did. It was right in the middle of it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, let's go find where they put Spock's coffin. <laughs> Is there was that the infamous there? 1995 trip? The 1995 trip, indeed. In fact, oh, very nice. I would be just coming home from that 1995 trip about now. Wow. <laughs> I think I still have the postcard you sent from that trip. Nice. Somewhere. Mark VI. Huh. There it is. 
Yes. What a mark. <laughs> I'd like to talk about uh, James Horner's score, which everyone likes in Trek 2. I prefer his Trek 3 score, which I feel is more epic and lush and sweeping. Did he do 4 as well? No. No, four is a terrible score, which is done by Leonard. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. The only reason I ask is I, I like some of the seafaring stuff in there. Oh, no, like I hate score. The end credits. It sounds like it sounds like a Christmas. Like it kind of does. Yeah. Sounds like Christmas. I like that guy's that score for it. Robocop, too. But uh, but apparently he was friends with Nimoy. So that's how we got the gig. Yeah. Speaking of Nimoy is doing the sort of. The, oh, he did the, the, the space final friendship, which is definitely another side. Uh, do I want to watch back. now Star Trek Three because that's what that's what? Um, yeah, let's uh, do it. Let's just let's just, just power right through these. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but my thing is suggesting I that I watch a right documentary and see Super Mario Brothers Three. Chris Claremont's X Men. Oh, Ike yeah. Eisenman. Oh, well, let's just watch whatever comes up, and we'll all comment on various things <laughs> at the same. <laughs> Look at radio voice, radio voice, computer, computer voice. voice, bridge voice. Could have been, uh, what's her face? Runberry's wife. Nate oh, Barrett. Yeah. Barrett. Look at Bill Couch. All right. Son, Senior did the whole that. couch family. Hubie Kearns Jr. signed, did stunts. How about you, that? Good, good job, Hubie. John, job, Mike what do you know about Star yes. Trek fonts? Huh? You got some definite original <laughs> series fonts in the original series, but then the original series, you know. uh, in the original series font on the the ship registry was that it's like the same font that they use on actual battleships. Mm. So there you go. I forget what the font that they use on the registry of the the refits are, but that's like an actual real font too. One, not one designed specifically for the movies. I'm sorry, Mr. Scott, but there will be no refit. Oh, that's right. There's a little preview. I have to say that every time you say the James word. James L. Refit. McCoy, is that Dr. McCoy's son? Wait a minute. His partying yeah. son. Richard Dawson. Oh, oh Bob Dawson. <laughs> mm-hmm. Romolo. Romolo. Ac- well, look at that guy's name. Aquistapache. I can't see that. <laughs> that, name, that name is a gaff. <laughs> Swing it, gang. Swing it. Daniel Guck. Another person named Couch. Oh, the glut here. Glut How many couches do they have? There's a lot of couches in this stunt team. Oh, Bill Couch. Well, they was going to need a few yeah, love seats. What's the part of Barry yeah. Love Seat needs to make Vicky an appearance. Witt. And Steve Recliner. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Jack Hayes. Say Billy Jack Hayes. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's okay. Chris yeah, a lot of wrestling references. Uh-huh. So, uh, all right, let's uh, let's uh, let's give our final thoughts, like we did with Spider-Man. Right. Springer's final thoughts. Let's start. Let's start with um. Let's start with Ensign Brian Redshirt. Our special guest. Uh, a a movie that stands the test of time, and uh, this was quite enjoyable to be a part of. Thanks for having me. Oh, anytime. Except never again. <laughs> uh, and now let's move on to uh, Ensign Brian Redshirt. What do you have to say? <laughs> I hated the movie. <laughs> Clayford J. 
Uh, Chris Evans. Chris Evans worked. Yeah, it's one of his earliest. Matt Painting. Matt Painting. Chris Evans. Matt Painting. This easily is one of my favorite movies of all time. I can always watch it. If ever I want to just put something on, I can always put this on, no matter what the mood. Uh, I like the kind of. I, I think since I just watched the original series, I think I thought the original series had more stuff like this that I like about Star Trek that was in Wrath of Khan. I associate it with stuff that I, didn't actually happen in the original series. A lot of what I like about Star Trek yes. is in this movie. Um, so uh, I really like that. And uh, I just I just really, really love this movie. This is, movie is just as good as, uh, in my mind, as uh, you know, any of the Star Wars films. And as as uh formative to my taste in my life there we go excellent that's a good answer richard good answer <laughs> mad painting and uh, i agree with everything i agree with everything clay just said in fact I, I it's funny because yeah i wouldn't like i said i wouldn't the film guy in me when people say that what are your favorite movies i'm like oh goodfellas or some kind that. of like auteur kind of thing right but it's just really one of the I would also watch this movie. In fact, it's been on a lot lately, and I just will sit and watch it. And Rachel is like, "You're watching this again?" And I'm like, "Yes, it's 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 such a good movie. How do you not watch it?" But it's it's really a well-made movie, and um, yeah, despite, despite its small budget, right. it really worked within its parameters. And like like Clay was saying, I can I always consider myself a Star Wars guy, bef- mm. like before Star Trek guy but this movie is will stand up against any star wars movie for sure and i'd say it's like oh the best star trek movie but it's really just outside of the genre it's it's just an excellent movie it's kind of like how the dark knight is just a great movie as well as a great batman movie you know like i agree agree it's just a great fucking movie and it's a great star trek movie yeah. And it's and as I said in the last commentary, it's the first movie I ever rented from a video store. So how can they both be the first movie you rented? Oh, this was the first. This movie. was the first movie I rented <laughs> from a video store. So this, so it has special significance. Yeah. Not only is it a good movie, but it's the first movie you ever rented. Yeah. I think mine was Rambo. But, Which was the first uh, porno first movie. Uh, mean little <laughs> bitches was the first porno. <laughs> Wasn't backside to the future. Uh, <laughs> I guess that leads us to uh, porn titles to last Jahan. Jahan. What? Jahan. Uh, are you going to leave us your first, last impressions? Your first impressions? Well, like it. I think it, it says it all. It's the first movie I ever rented on video. It's, uh, I am, oh, a, oh, I'm, yeah. you know, uh, I, no love, I love my Star Wars, my original uh, three Star Wars movies and Revenge of the Sith. We all know. Uh, <laughs> But I think if it comes down to it, I would choose TOS over Star Wars. Um, mm, very good. I I I I like Kirk's character arc in this movie. Yeah. He goes from 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 like, look at I'm feeling old and this and that to accepting. Here's how life is. Is a very Buddhist message. Uh, you know, the loss of your best friend. Which, if the three of you guys were like, you're like my Spock. You know, <laughs> so I get, I get that, that happened. I get that. So, uh, Fascinating. 
it, it works on every level. It's, it's like how Jaws is a perfect film. Like, everything comes together. The original Star Wars, A New Hope, everything is, like, despite the flaws. It's all you there. You can look past any of the flaws because it's still perfect in a way. Yep. Uh, and that's right. how I feel about Star Trek Two. I like the Jaws comparison quite yeah, a bit. That's, that's good. True. What about well, yeah, the... Um... It's, it's... Oh, go ahead, there. No, I was just going to say, like, they squeeze a lot into this movie. It's only 113 minutes. I, they do like squeeze that. a lot. They squeeze movie, a lot in, but it doesn't it all, feel... Yeah, it, doesn't it feel all good. makes sense. It's, and it, it all works. ties together. It all relates to Kirk, Kirk's character arc. Yeah. All of it. It's amazing. It's all about Nothing the is There's no down moment. There's no moment where I'm looking away from the screen. Yeah, it's it's really pace, close. Pacing is great. Although, I mean, they really did downplay Steve's death when he got zapped by the taser. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that the been... comic by IDW answers all those questions. Oh, did you color that one? Oh, yeah. No, I even oh, wrote another shameless one. <laughs> <laughs> what about how, um, you know, this is maybe just think about pop culture and like how we like our cinematic universes and stuff like in 2020 right now. You know, like here's like the sequel to not only the original series, but like a, a specific episode, but also the sequel movie. And yeah, it, we kind of went over like the comparisons to, to 2001 and, and Star Wars, like in the last episode. But we get to see somebody like, you know, was it 15, 20 years later? Like, you know, with Kirk aging, like there was like a lot to it that's like you know yeah they sort we, of glossed over the the time in the motion picture it only takes place like two years after the original five-year mission right. and then they they kind of push this forward to where they should have been age-wise yeah and, now we have and they like, deal with that and we have iron man and then to you know end game or whatever like that's just a matter of course but like like had anything else in pop culture like you see like a character from like 15 years ago come back and it's its own movie franchise and like no star trek star trek is full of firsts uh it's true it's 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 the one that started fan movements it's like the one that like it's a show that died but then came back bigger and better uh in a movie series and then spawned all these uh spin-offs uh in fact star trek 2 on its on its uh original weekend release was the highest grossing film up until that point in terms of opening weekend. So, oh, um, yeah, nothing had been not Star Trek is, is the one that is like a trailblazer in terms of fandom Absolutely. and, and nerddom. Uh, and so, but I feel like it's still like the butt of the joke too. You know what I mean? Even though it it's, it's still kind of like, uh, cause you've got all your doughy Starfleet, even with the reboots it's right still it's like, still yeah. kind of the nerdy thing i feel like the reboot made it cool for the first movie and then it then that sort of just it, it died and it just became quick. a little episodic john <laughs> oh, this very true. funny it's true I want to say something kind of funny, too, because you talk about the comparison to Iron Man or whatever. I don't think Robert Downey Jr. is he's probably about the same age as Kirk. Right. Like at the time Endgame yeah. rolls around, yeah. he's not young, but that never really becomes right. an issue because I don't think you think of 50 as being old 
now, but in 1982, right. you kind of did, right? I mean, you were kind of yeah. like, oh, well, it's an old man. Maybe the yeah. lifespan yeah. was less, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Also, kinda, and also, people didn't people work look... till they were fucking 75 years old either. You know what I mean? Like, everyone retired. <laughs> and from people that. look, like, if you look at a Plus movie. Plus the age from... we were at, too. Yeah. yeah. You get a movie Where we from think the 30s, 40s, and 50s, and you see someone that's like 38, they look 67. Yeah. <laughs> they do. Like, oh. and now someone in their 50s can look like they're in their 30s still. Like my. I know. Like you, right. I was yeah. just going to say, oh, case in point. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Vlad and what we do in the chat. Yeah. I still got a couple things. What's that? But it's pretty amazing. It does show. Yeah. The passage of time. Vlad, yeah. Vlad, and what we do in the shadows is, is like was sixteen when he became a vampire, but he looks like he's you know forty five or whatever. You know, he's like this, <laughs> right. it was, things were really rough back then for a sixteen year old. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It's interesting. Yeah, I mean, like uh, as we pointed out, you know, oh, look, Ryan's back still... on the screen. Hey, Shatner is still alive. Obviously, sadly, Leonard Nimoy is gone. Boris Kelly is gone. Harp Bennett is gone. Uh, James Dewan. James Dewan is gone. gone. Uh, the lady that is played uh, Yeoman. Ring. Yes, she is. Although oh, she's yeah, like yeah. in a wheelchair now. That's right. She has oh. very bad like Alzheimer's. But they're in their 80s. So, I mean. Yeah, they're in their 80s. I mean, what can you do? No, I mean, you're right. You're, I mean, Chekhov's as... son died. Oh, that's too bad. As we record oh, this, right. Jerry Stiller passed away. I learned that Jerry Stiller passed away, and he was 92. I yeah. couldn't believe I mean, Jesus. Man, 92 man. is a good run, though, you know? Good, good run. run, exactly. Yeah. Good run. Um, but, it, I mean, you just said Shatner is 89. I mean, yeah. my God. It's pretty... His last book yeah, was, was, like, a lot of... In his mid-30s. Like, just about growing, yeah. growing older. And, like, he's like, I know my time is kind of... You know, but but I I just try to. Well, as Picard and... says, in generations, where he's like, there are fewer days before me than behind. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. That's that's a that's another film that I, I I hope we. I don't know if you guys are interested in, but I I'd be I already said I'll do any movie with Kirk in it. So. I'd love to sit and watch. I don't want to see any. I think you just do them all, man. Why not? Uh, I don't, well, want I, don't do, I don't want to do. I don't want to do Resur- insurrection. That's a terrible. <laughs> gonna be tough. Ruins the I don't know how many years if you don't do them all. All right. Have to say negative things about it. Clay's forcing his nerd continuity on us now. Yeah. Oh, you were <laughs> completionist. You completionist. I know. I. That's my one. Oh, uh, that's my one. Uh, my kryptonite, if you will, to bring back the DC comics. <laughs> you got to finish everything. All right. Well, thank you so much for anybody who's listened this far, for Christ's sakes. God help you. Thanks to our special guest, Ensign Brian, red shirt. Thanks, you made Brian. it through. Good yeah, job. You did good. Even if you're on you the wrong bridge. You need to get phasered as he's like walking out, <laughs> just walking away from the microphone. Though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks. Steamboat. thanks. We'll Ricky wake Steamboat. you up for the Kelvin and, uh, timeline. Yeah. Right, everyone live long and, and fuck, fuck off. off. <laughs> live long and fuck off.
long and, and fuck, fuck off. off.